Super Talk Mississippi media production. State Treasurer David McRae is returning record amounts of money to Mississippians, whether it's through the College and Career Savings Program or the millions in unclaimed money awaiting your claim. Treasurer David McRae says get your application and claims today. Treasury.ms.gov. Howdy, howdy. It's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Real talk for real Mississippians. Now, here's your host, JT. JT. everyone and welcome to the JT show on Super Talk Mississippi. It is uh, the last Friday of the month of February. What day is this, Rhino? It's just Friday, right? It's just Friday, just y'all. Friday, yeah. The final Friday of February. Final Friday. Say that three times fast. Yep. Little a little alliteration there, as they say. So it has uh look for me it's been an interesting 24 hours. I hope you guys uh, had a good uh, day and evening as well. Thanks so much for joining us today on the program. Gerard Gibbert, Rhino in the studio. Running a little out of breath, running around a little bit this morning. Had uh, some folks in my house taking care of some stuff. So I should report that I was inoculated yesterday with the Moderna vaccine. Whew, excuse me, phase one. And have to admit, a little bit of sore arm this morning. You know, not nothing bad. Uh, and it's actually waned since I woke up, since I awakened, which is fairly early, frankly, in the morning. But uh, So you didn't grow an extra appendage? No, I checked in the mirror when I got up. I only had two eyes. And I checked my appendages and had ten fingers, ten toes, two legs, two arms. Blessed with that. So... Went to Vicksburg, Vicksburg, and uh, that's where I scheduled my appointment. The closest I could get to the central Mississippi area, 45 mile or so drive from my house. Very well orchestrated, I must say. And you would, of course, expect that from our uh, men and women in uniform. Wait, is it okay to say that, men and women? I'm confused to stay about that. Uh, and i got to talk about that today as well, as a matter of fact. Some crazy stuff are going on with respect to this gender obsession. But nonetheless, 30 minutes or so, in and out, very well done. Uh, the, the, you know, i got to tell you, the nurses that administer, I guess it's nurses, male and female, that administer the shot, they've got such a great attitude. And this was 3.30 or so in the afternoon, so hats off to them because I'm fairly certain throughout the day there is uh, 
just a lot of folks that go through there. It's a long line of vehicles that keep pushing through. My entire start to finish, 30 minutes, which included maybe 40, which included a 15-minute recovery period. They They call it the observation area. So there's you're lined up with other vehicles and put a little yellow sticky note in your windshield with the time indicating when you have completed that 15-minute observation period. And there is a member of the guard that's watching, making sure everybody's good to go. Saw nothing unusual. Yeah, making sure you don't have an allergic reaction. Yeah, nothing unusual and uh, no events. That's what you want, nothing eventful, just kind of routine like it should be. So anyhow, hats off to those folks uh, that uh, are involved in that. Just wanted to say they they did a great job. Uh, My wife and I decided we would take the vaccine. I understand a lot of folks have strong feelings in both directions, although polls now suggest that reluctance and hesitation about receiving the vaccine is on the decline, and interest, I think, is now over 60% or so. The last data I think I saw, it's gone from something like 45 to 62 in the last few weeks. Which, that makes sense, because a sizable portion of the people that were questioning whether or not they would even get the vaccine were questioning it on the grounds of, it hasn't been studied enough. Enough people haven't taken it. We haven't seen the side effects. I'm leery of it being this quick. And now that more time has passed, more people have taken it, more studies have been done. We've seen the lack of side effects generally in the population. More people more people feel comfortable with it now. I think that's right. You know, I'm going to see what happens to you first for <laughs> let, that, let them jab my arm, I think is... That's probably the best way to describe it. When you think that folks are hesitant, they want to see how other folks are doing. Look, that's fine. I, I get it. Uh, again, you know, we we made that decision, and thank God for the freedom to do so in this country. My wife and I, my daughter, I should also say, is a teacher. I, think, I know I mentioned that before, and and uh, she has received both doses. Good to go. Uh, 24 hours of a little headache on the second dose, and that's kind of what I'm hearing pretty much across the board, uh, Rhino, is that folks that uh, experience any sort of, I guess, uh, reaction, if you will, it occurs after the second dose. It's more likely, it seems, to occur. And I've kind of heard, the, I guess, the gambit on that, on what sort of Reactions, those are everything from a little sore arm, little sniffles, headache, nothing serious. And haven't heard a person who said that it lasted and endured beyond essentially 24 hours. Yeah, it's usually 24, 48 hours, you're back to normal. So, uh, you know, I think all that's good. J&J is about to get their vaccination approved. I think that's coming. I think today, if I'm not mistaken, is the decision. Expected, yeah. Yeah, coming down on that. It's a single dose, slightly less effective, and but in in trials, no one had to be hospitalized, and no one contracted serious disease, and that's the main thing, of course. So, I'd say all that's good, uh, in my opinion, and again, respect the right of others to make their decision accordingly.
and hope they respect mine. That's the way it ought to work in this country, in my opinion. So good to go. Kudos to the good folks involved in that. I think Mississippi is doing a good job there. So a blow to the Biden administration yesterday when the Senate parliamentarian ruled that the increase of the minimum wage to $15 could not be included in this gargantuan and, I think, mostly wasteful $1.9 trillion stimulus bill. Which, surprisingly, this is what bothers me. If you believe in polls, and, and it doesn't matter which one, it's consistent across all the polling organizations, which I think does tend to suggest that the polls are fairly accurate, or close to accurate, or let's say reflect broad sentiment. Most people want this bill. But, you know, the reason probably is because they've already got, they've already spent that 1400 bucks. It's bribing, <laughs> you know. You, so what happens is you get the $1,400, and that's going to cost, of the $1.9 trillion, $320 billion or so. But the rest of it is just stuff I'm, I don't think we need. And you look at the couple hundred billion or so for schools. You dig into it, you realize only 5%, to, and it's designed to help schools reopen, right? Got to right. have all this plexiglass and masks and hand sanitizer and new HVAC systems and, uh, I, well, I don't know, the gambit. It's a couple hundred billion bucks, but only 5% of it gets spent this year. That is nothing but placating, pandering, appeasing the unions. It's not for kids. It's not for education. It works out to be about $2,300 a child. The 5,600, uh, 56,000, excuse me. Uh, no, no, no. Hold on a second. Uh, 56 million school children. I knew it was 56. I got all the numbers rattling around in my head. It works out to be about 2300 bucks a child when you look at it. Somebody check my math on that, but it's insanity. So after this first year, when this thing gets implemented, after the first year, <laughs> you got to think that hopefully, my gosh, we've got this thing opened up. By then, you still got money left over. What are you doing? Pandering? Placating? What are you doing with all that? And based on recent studies, it sounds like all the gloves and the masks end up in the rivers, <laughs> in the water. This is just, this is a boondoggle on steroids. It's terrible. We'll take a little break here after segment one on the JT Show. When we come back, we've got our friend, the Public Service Commissioner for the Mississippi Central District, Brett Bailey, I think he's joining us in the studio. Stay with Rhino and me on this Friday. Ugh. I am 
got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. I'm Dr. Baker, an ER physician. If you're having leg pain, swelling, or redness, but haven't talked to your doctor yet, don't wait. This could be deep vein thrombosis, a blood clot which could travel to your lungs and lead to a pulmonary embolism, which could cause chest pain or discomfort or difficulty breathing and be deadly. Your symptoms could mean something serious, so don't wait. Talk to a doctor right away by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Pure Air Consultants is your heating and cooling professionals, and they're ready to work for you. We're the home of the once-a-year $119 heating and cooling service special, along with 24 months same-as-cash and no credit check financing. Call us at 601-939-7420. That's 601-939-7420, or online at MyPureAirConsultants.com. That's MyPureAirConsultants.com. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. Gather here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Time to talk, but still want to make your opinion known? Well, you know you can send JT a text message, right? Go ahead, text your thoughts to 601 879 4395. That's 601 879 4395. Use your fingers and join the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi and Supertalk.fm. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show coming at you on this Friday. Super Talk Mississippi in the studio. Gerard and Rhino joining us now. 
The Public Service Commissioner for Mississippi's Central District, my good friend Brent Bailey. Morning, Brent. Good morning, Mr. Gerard. Good to be with you. Good to have you today. So, quite the uh, event we had last week with respect to the weather. Certainly, certainly, certainly. Has an impact on uh, our, our public uh, utility infrastructure, for sure, which your organization is responsible for regulating. Mm-hmm. What is that? Uh, what sort of discussions, shall we say, is <laughs> where do we, is that where do we start on yeah, this? Yeah, I'm sure. Um, it was certainly a historic event. A lot of folks were impacted. Um, you know, heard people say they felt like they were in that movie Groundhog Day. You got up every day and cold outside, and and couldn't. The roads were impassable, and in some cases, you may have been with water or power or both. Yeah. And that certainly has put a strain on our utility infrastructure as this historic event moved through the state. And um, um, we've certainly kept an eye on it, been in constant communications with our, our utility partners from all sides. And in some cases, they're still trying to come out of this, trying to get get, get their facilities back up and running. Uh, functional. We're still aware of some boil water notices around the state, and even to this day, there's still some um, um, some electric companies that are still buttoning up some last outages from that. Hmm. Interesting. I, I wasn't aware of that. So I know here in Central Mississippi, in the in the Jackson City, mm-hmm. uh, the city of Jackson, yeah. still not completely restored. With respect to water service, right? That's correct. They're still under boil water notice, and still some low pressure issues around the around the uh, city. Um, and it's and, and we've seen this uh, this play take place in in several other yeah. towns, communities, and cities as well. Um, it sort of gave us an, an opportunity to, to really re- look and refocus and and determine you know what other steps need to be taken to create a more resilient infrastructure going forward in the face of of other future weather extremes. Yeah. And so, you know, the, the thing that I've talked about here, Brand, is that to, to a great extent it could be viewed as insurance. How much do you want to spend to protect against how much risk? That's right. And, uh, yeah, Brent is gesturing, you know, it's kind of a balancing act, looking like the scales. I agree with you. So, I, I mean, it, it, do we want a, a, a system that is bulletproof, gold-plated, high standard? Absolutely. But what are the costs that are associated with that, and what are we willing to put on the backs of ratepayers to assure that going forward? Um, yeah, I've heard utilities talk about we haven't seen this type of weather in 30 years. We haven't seen this scale of outages since Katrina in 2005, 16 years ago. So a 30-year event, 15, 16-year event, where do we? Where's the balance of the investment we make today to ensure minimal impacts down the road from those those types of extreme events? And if something is commission working with utilities and also the feedback from uh, ratepayers, is where is that balance? Where does that line start and stop? Yeah, and that's that's always the the situation. It's it's a business decision to a great extent, except in this particular case, the the uh, the decision makers would be you guys and and uh, and of course consumers. And, yeah, I mean, and you're, just like putting insurance on your car, do you no get question. do you get comprehensive or just liability? You yeah, know, and then how much liability? That's right. You yeah. know, where do you where do you start and stop? Yeah, so th- this is uh, similar in the decision making process. I think it is absolutely safe to say that and. Uh, Texas, you know, of course, is where everybody's focused because of the situation out there, and it's, it's fairly unique. Yeah, it can be. A, it's a complex issue. I mean, it's, it's simple but complex, and it's not easy to explain. You're talking about a a really independent, deregulated market. Yeah, and that gets into some of the discussions around, 
you know, what are the pros and cons of deregulation versus full-scale regulation like we have here in Mississippi. Yeah. And it's a, it's a valid conversation. So I guess what I would ask, Brent, is how does our infrastructure, utility infrastructure, particularly mm-hmm. electricity and I guess gas as well, how are we different than Texas? So Texas is uh, they they operate on we've heard this term I'm sure on the national news ERCOT 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 yeah. the Electric Reliability Council of Texas they're their really own independent um, generation transmission distribution network virtually separate from anywhere else in the country not connected yeah. to the, the the Western Interconnect or or our other regional transmission organizations kind of keeping all their their eggs in a basket there at home but when they have significant failures like we saw then where demand shot up through the roof and forced outages of generation because either lack of fuel um, valves were freezing up things like that which knocked plants offline everything from wind as we heard but also coal natural gas and even one nuclear generator went offline when you have that significant amount of generation leave yet consumers are still demanding higher and higher amounts of power you're going to have problems, and that's where the forced outages and rollouts came into place, and that the extreme measures that had to be taken to protect the overall integrity of the system. And we briefly saw that here in Mississippi Tuesday night, uh, February 16th, from a regional perspective. Yeah. Even though our infrastructure was performing well, we were actually producing more electricity than our consumers were demanding because of the relationship of our utilities in the regional space with our with the uh, regional uh, reliability coordinator the state of mississippi was asked to shed some load shed some demand to even out the 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 system to imp- to protect the integrity and we participated in that and so all right so brent if if uh let's just say energy mm-hmm. uh, um if they wanted to invest in capital investment to improve enhance their existing infrastructure mm-hmm. Is that something they have to get sign-off from you guys on? Yes, sir. Okay. And we do fully regulate those aspects, their expenditures, the amount of return they get on investment, and the yeah. type of projects they go for. So they present a model, essentially, to mm-hmm. you. They present that, and, and and you guys can approve it or reject it. That's right, or, or alternate just, or mend it, you know, what we you. think is in the best Make interest suggestions. of ratepayers. Yeah. Yep. So it's in, in that sense, it's... And of course, in exchange for that, what they get is so-called monopoly. I mean, that's the that's the concept of a regulated utility, essentially. Right. And and the reason, of course, for that is because otherwise you'd have multiple providers, which is sort of what they did in Texas, right? They do from a retail. They have retail. I got you. Uh, competition. I got you. There's still some oversight from the generation transmission aspect for distribution and, and retail sales. There is a lot of competition, and you see a lot of different. Types, and that's why you, you've seen folks with $20,000 electric bills over a week and a half time yeah. because they, they played that market aspect of it, a high risk, but also high reward. Yeah. And if they weren't able to move their accounts in short time, which yeah. they weren't, they, they paid into sort of that, that fine print aspect of it um, that you got to deal with when you're dealing with multiple competing interests for your business. Gotcha. And so... To some extent, that's the way uh, – that was the genesis, if you will, of LDDS, a.k.a. WorldCom. That's exactly what they were. They were just kind of a, a retailer that sat on top of the physical infrastructure of the telecom. They didn't – it, when they started, they were just a, essentially in the middle uh, pushing paper, if you will. So they were buying wholesale from the telecom and selling retail and 
Uh, but it was the same wires, you know, uh, as others, and they were competing with us. But anyhow, I digress on that. But uh, well, you see, you see that in the te- telecom industry now. You see you sure uh, um, telecoms using other folks' back P- holes, peering. backbones, and services, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, call it yeah. peering instead of you know laying line, 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 line next to each other. You know, they you do yeah. lease fiber or you know capacity on existing lines from others to perform your service as part of the business model. Right, you know, just because otherwise you'd have you know fourteen people will all have cables sitting next to each other in the ground, and that just it does, it's not practical and, and it's not efficient. And you even so. see that with regional transmission. You know, if there's extra Absolutely. capacity on transmission, people lease, it, lease that out to move power to other parts of yeah. the country or region. Yeah. Uh, so, but uh, you, yeah. you know, you asked about the state of things. You know, during that whole event, no doubt our systems held up well, particularly our gas, natural gas distribution, our electricity generation and distribution. Very proud of, of how it held up. Um, yeah, some of the distribution networks out in the rural areas, when you're talking about considerable amount of ice buildup, and we're a very uh, forested state, yep. things tend to give High way, risk. you know, and, and that's just the, the, the nature of it. And uh, many times with the topography out there and the amount of participation we had, it was tough to get off road. You had to have a track vehicles to get in and replace a lot of poles. Um, and, and, and seeing now as the numbers begin to filter out the number of broken poles, cross arms, damaged transformers, spans of wire that hit the ground. Um, pretty impressive numbers considering um, most all restorations completed within a 10-day time frame. Yeah, got you. we got a little break coming up. Can you stay through the next one? Absolutely. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit more. got some questions from uh, some listeners here okay. that, uh, that want to get some uh, answers to those. So we'll come right back here on the JT Show. Our guest is Public Service Commissioner Brent Bailey for Mississippi's Central District. Stay with us. The American Council of Engineering Companies is the voice of our state's engineering community and a proud sponsor of National Engineers Week. The purpose of this week is to shine a spotlight on the contributions that engineers make to society. To get a true sense of just how important engineers are for the quality of our life and safety, just look around your home, the roads you travel, your job, and everything you eat and drink. An engineer helped make it happen. This message brought to you by the American Council of Engineering Companies of Mississippi. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. 
Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Mississippi prisons are in crisis because of extremely long sentences and parole laws that offer no way out. These laws are costing us millions and don't make us any safer. State lawmakers are considering solutions that safely reduce the prison population. They need our support. Without reform, we all pay. Families, communities, and taxpayers. We can fix this crisis, but only if we act now. Paid for by Forward.us. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Tourism is a $7 billion a year industry in Mississippi, and it's growing. And we're inc increasing our tourism arsenal in terms of attractions and museums and uh, things to, to do and experience here in Mississippi. And uh, our food, of course, is, is, is a great attraction. Yep. The music. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's coming to its own. Senator John Horn supports a bill that would take tourism out of the Mississippi Development Authority and create a new agency. He believes tourism doesn't fit into the stream of things in terms of what the MDA is primarily focused on. After reportedly living with the body of his dead roommate, a Louisiana man is behind bars. The body was discovered after a fire at Ronald Griffith's trailer, and authorities say they believe the deceased to be a transient woman from Mississippi. Griffith has been charged with unlawful disposal of remains. An autopsy is scheduled to ID the woman and determine a cause of death. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. This is Will Primo. I've spent my life outdoors and even made a career out of it. I've learned valuable lessons from being in God's great outdoors. Lessons like how much the health of our natural resources adds to all our lives. 
I hope you'll join me in supporting House Bill 1231. Your support gives us all a better place to call home and protects our natural resources for future generations. Please call your legislature and Lieutenant Governor Hosey and ask them to support House Bill 1231. Paid for by the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Coalition. Gallo. The official designation of this date is what, sir? Sash Wednesday. Do you know what I'm giving up? Snow. I'm giving up snow and freezing rain. Gallo. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. Ben Shapiro. Every day we're driving the debate in America with the fastest moving, hardest hitting, most comprehensive fact-based commentary on the radio. Ben Shapiro. Tonight at 9 on Super Talk Mississippi. No. They're both shocking. The JT Show is on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Brent Bailey, the Public Service Commissioner for Mississippi Central District, and also a good friend, our our guest today. All right, so Brent, a couple of questions here. Will Mississippi power companies charge more for electricity due to high usage during the storm? You know, that's what happened over in Texas. Yeah. And is there some sort of regulation that kind of protects against that? So the, the rates are pretty much set. You know, we go through an annual rate review and set those rates for the, you know, based on look back and projected use and fuel purchases and so on and so forth. And the rates are generally set in place. So if any increase in bills is, is primarily due to consumption. Um, and, yes, we have seen an, uh, an increase in consumption over the last um, six to eight weeks. A lot of that's due to the weather. We yeah. went from a very mild November to – uh, pretty chilly December, January, and, and as we've seen in February, very cold. Yeah. Uh, some historical lows that we have witnessed. Uh, as compared to year over 12 months ago, we had a very mild winter last year. And, probably, and, and really a fairly mild 2019. Our last good cold winter is 2018. And we sort of get used to seeing these averages and how they flow, and we get a, a really um, cold time. You know, I, I know things – People say, I haven't really changed anything. Well, you haven't, but you still have the same home, the same operations, and your home is working harder to yeah. keep you warmer. Yeah. Um, and we see that. But that's not to say we have certainly embarked in looking and, and done some bill reviews and investigations on some issues uh, to make sure that consumers are being protected, that uh, you know that there's no funny business going on. I hate to use that word, but you just want to make yeah. sure that everything's on the up and up, that rates are correct, um, calculations are being performed properly, meters are read properly, um, and everything is, is, is functioning as it should. Uh, but due to the cold weather, we're certainly seeing some increased bills there across the state. And that was, by the way, from Wayne and Brandon. Thanks. So also, here's another one from William and Greenville. Mm-hmm. Saw where Atmos had to raise $3.5 billion with this raise our natural gas prices. Will this raise our natural gas prices in Mississippi? So good question. Atmos just put out a press release this morning indicating that they're going to continue to function based on the market prices that they had established for this seasonal seasonal uh, period we're in. Yeah. However, that's not to say down the road we're going to have to do something to address the spike in, in market prices, the, uh, the prices that they um, incurred to deliver and provide natural gas service during this time. It may be some kind of deferment. It may be spread out over a long period of time, but they're legally re- 
allowed to recover those um, yeah. um those capital investments. Yeah, yeah. increased rates and yeah. those fuel costs, but not going to see it in the near term. Yeah. Gotcha. So um, we, and mean, we want we want to do as much as we can to smooth out those those spikes. Yeah, and uh, we're having those conversations, you know, right now with with those companies to ensure that that we protect consumers, but understanding they got to recover that investment to assure that reasonable, just, and reliable service that customers depend on. And at the rate we're going with the Biden administration, we might be not be consuming natural gas. Is it? Uh, <laughs> Might be in the offing here. So William in Madison says, have underground utilities ever been considered in our area? We have underground utilities, don't we? Yeah, and a lot of that's driven by, um, you know, municipal covenants or rules and regulations, particularly as new developments come in. Um, And lots of times uh, developers, when they come in and you put underground utilities, uh, you know, whether it's telecommunications or electric, um, they'll work with with the utility provider, and they may cover that delta, that cost between... Here's what you do overhead. Here's the extra cost undergrounding, and 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 uh, uh, neighborhood developers may cover that cost, or some type of arrangements made. Yeah. Or you know, like I said, if it's driven by municipal or other um, ordinances that require that, but it is a very costly investment to be made, and you know, in coastal coastal areas that's that's susceptible to a lot of hurricanes and strong winds, that may be a a an investment that is cost effective. Um, that's not always the case in many rural areas of the state. Yeah, and that that makes sense. Uh, but just a lot of times, it's just a function of what's practical. I guess the landscape, like you it said, is. the local ordinances and so forth, and just the cost. Thereof. It is. So it is. It all is. that is just business decisions. Yep. You may have touched on a little, a little bit, and I, I know I talked about it a couple of days ago. But this is from a listener who wants to know. How did the the prices for utilities? How, how did folks in Texas get these twenty thousand dollar power bills? Yeah, so just real quick, um, so they in particular they sign up with a with a specific um, as I say it's it's competitive retail sale market out there, and there's a group called Greedy, and what they do you pay a membership and they just sell you the power. What they get is wholesale rates again, uh, risk and reward. If it t- stays low for time and times on end, you're just paying wholesale rates at the megawatt or current um, kilowatt hour that they're paying for it. Now, in this time of you had about 30, 35,000 megawatts of power that went offline, everybody was clamoring for kilowatt hours and were willing to pay virtually whatever it took to get it to deliver their customers, and yeah. and prices went up in yeah. the hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars per megawatt hour. And then that trickles down to what it is kilowatt hour. Um, that goes directly on your bill. Yeah, and, and so and that's that risk aspect of it. That's that's kind of where there's uh, there's a flaw in the in the free market model, really, because of of, of how it is uh, is generated. And yeah. I guess the, the again, supply it, again, as far as I think I mentioned earlier, you got to read the fine print. Yeah. And down in there it says you are subject to all market fluctuations yeah. and, and prices as long as you remain a member of this pricing program. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, and they did send word out. Said, "Folks, it's not looking good. If you want to bail out, do it now." Um, of course, the problem is how do you how do you get the word? <laughs> Unless it's a text on your phone, I guess. Something, perhaps yeah. if you had yeah. said cell phone service, provided you could charge your phone. <laughs> so, uh, you know, this is always something. You know, this Brent, you hear it every day that comes up. Unwanted calls and texts. The, the uh, a, a robocall spam and robocalls, yeah. it's still worse than ever. You know, we, we did see a dip 
at the start of pandemic as a lot of those call centers kind of went home and and sequestered themselves unfortunately here they are coming back and and they're back at it stronger than ever and it doesn't help when when you have a lot of things you know they see opportunities for scams whether it's now hey a vaccine scam we can get you to the front of line um you know the the now you know utility scams yeah and what's the one i saw last night i think some of the irs a new scam associated oh, I've with that with a bunch too you, yeah. you know you, call us now you got to pay the irs that, is coming after you yeah. yeah you see a lot of new <laughs> stuff coming up and particularly as federal and state legislation moves forward people see opportunities to take advantage of folks that may not be fully informed of what what it is and and we'll uh we'll do x y and z for you for this amount and yep. you know and so it, it's going to be an ongoing battle um, we continue to work with, uh, you know, there is federal legislation that's requiring the incumbent telecommunication folks to put in certain technology barriers to recognize the, these um, these signals that indicate, hey, these are robocalls. Go out there and shut these folks down. Stop them where they are. And, of course, if we get the opportunity to, to identify them and figure out where they are, particularly if they're here in the U.S., we can certainly work with uh, law enforcement officials in other jurisdictions and bring justice to these folks and 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 uh, execute fines and hopefully um, put them out of business. Yeah. But it's tough if, you know, you look and look look and you find out they're in the Philippines or Jamaica or Romania or somewhere and they're using a VOIP sitting behind a computer and, exactly just, right. and just pounding out call after call after call that comes up and they're just, you know, they're fishing. And, yep. if, and if they P-H-I-S-H-I-D. get if they get point one zero percent success rate, it pays for their day. Well, you know the problem is it works. It does. That's why they do it. <laughs> That's why the they reason they do it is because it works. They stop it and they stop spending time and money on it. Mm-hmm. If unfortunately unsuspecting uh, people that just aren't aware of what's going on and and look, I think an average person that doesn't interact a lot with the IRS, they get some sort of, it's important you call us now, yeah. you know, IRS message, and they don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's just a lot of consumer education, awareness, yeah. and making folks aware of what scam is currently going on, and, and some of these just never continue, never, I mean, always continue, make it never go, go away. away. It, it'd go away yeah. if, we, if people would stop responding, they couldn't make money. And there's things, you you know, you can download certain apps. We have the uh, no-call app from at the PSC, and it helps in that regard. It um, puts you on the no-call list. It helps um, streamline reporting and and it does improve it helps but unless you download something you just blacklist yeah. Yeah. everybody that's not in your phone yep so you know, somebody like me if i see somebody calling i'm going to have to answer it yeah because exactly. i just and you know yeah. sometimes it's uh my auto warranties do again it. yeah william and madison says wait you mean i can't pay my irs bill with the itunes gift cards <laughs> Can you please assign someone to search out the folks selling car warranties? Wow, that I would agree. I mean, I, the problem is there are multiple folks behind that scam. You know, the funny thing is um, I, I bought a vehicle within the last year or acquired one, and within just a few days of me getting my tag, I was getting calls about it yeah. and receiving things in the mail. I'm going, how in the world are these I folks know. getting It's incredible. <laughs> they're very good. But but you did, like I said, we got to figure out where they are. They're you know they they're behind firewalls and shields, and it's just it's a tough go, and it takes a lot of time to investigate those things. It does. It's um, I, I know it's a pain for everybody, and I don't like it either. I get it. I've done everything I can to. I'm on the no call list, but they're. And your technology, you know, no, I, know I know it's a it's a cat and mouse game. Yeah. It always has it's a whack a mole. It's exactly a whack a mole. Right. You you yeah. come up with something that helps here, and then all of a sudden they come up with another. It's a whack a mole. And game. when we do find them, they shut that business down, and a month later they reform they, under I a no name, and they right back after you start the process again. Uh, Mr. R, 
I hear the music? Yep. Thank you, man. Hey, anytime we can come back and talk about what we're doing to PSC, I hope we covered enough today for you and your listeners. Um, but contact us anytime, and uh, we'll be more than to help and assist, particularly through these trying times. We understand. Appreciate that. Commissioner Brent Bailey, you're doing a good job. Appreciate, Appreciate it, my man. man. Thank, Thank you. you for coming on. Yes, sir. We'll be back with more talk here on the JT Show on this Friday. Stay with us. The time is now. The savings are huge. The place is Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right. It's the best time to save like never before on your next new vehicle during the Overstock Sales Event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We're receiving truckloads of new Mitsubishis, and we need to move our current inventory. This means big savings to you right now. Pay just $189 per month on new 2020 Mitsubishi G4s. That's $189 per month. And pay only $299 per month on new 2020 Mitsubishi Outlander Sports. Bad credit, no credit, no problem. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it even if you don't buy a new one from us. Come save like never before during our overstock sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4 stock number 1709. Outlander stock number 1712. 1999 down 2.9% for 84 months. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. This month, we'll be celebrating the anniversary of our first year in business. My wife, Jane, never misses a chance to remind me how bad my timing was to open a retail gun store right at the start of a global pandemic. But thanks to many of you, we've had a great year. Plus, we've made a lot of new friends. We have ammo arriving daily, and you will find our prices to be the lowest in the area. We'll be offering specials all month to celebrate me proving my wife wrong. So I hope you'll come see us. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington Pontoon Boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service built. Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, that's when you call two men in a truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomeninatruck.com. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the year cotton exchange, May cotton was down 57 to 89.12. July cotton was down 47 to 89.90. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were down 10 cents, 13.97 and a half per bushel. July soybeans were down 11 and three quarters, 13.85 and a half per bushel. May corn was down six and three quarters to 5.43 per bushel. July corn was down eight and a quarter to 5.31 and a half per bushel. At the Mercantile, April live cattle was down 102 to 120.65. June live cattle was down 102 to 118.47. April feeders down 187 to 143.22. May feeders down 125 to 145.97. At this hour, Dow Jones is down 359 points, 31,043. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Are you stuck inside but still looking for bargains on new and secondhand goods? Try HighBid.com, the online auction site for just about anything. HighBid.com offers a safe and easy way to find hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. From rare coins to fine jewelry, tools to vintage toys, and classic cars to real estate. HighBid.com has it all. HighBid.com makes it easy to find what you're looking for, and the site is simple to use. Come to HighBid.com, that's H-I-B-I-D.com, and start discovering great deals today. Thank you. 
Winter break is coming to an end for cattle parasites. So start your parasite fight now. With Safeguard Feed Formulations, keeping up that fight is easier than ever. Available in blocks, cubes, pellets, or free choice mineral, Safeguard Feed Formulations are the convenient, labor-saving way to deworm cattle on grass. Simply add it to your current feed and mineral program. No processing, no shoot, no added stress. Remember to consult your veterinarian for assistance in the diagnosis, treatment, and control of parasitism. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Supertalk Jackson 97.3. Here's what people are saying about the JT Show. That just don't make no sense. The JT Show. It just don't make no sense. Super Talk Mississippi. Call up Trudy on the telephone. Send a letter in the mail. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. What's so funny there, Rhino? I just love the song Trudy. It is good. Who is that, by the way? Charlie Daniels. Oh, of course. The great Charlie Daniels. The devil went down to Georgia. It takes talent to tell a story while singing a song and playing a fiddle. That's immense talent, let's be honest. <laughs> Outsized talent, as they say. Especially when you do all three of them well. Yeah, exactly. Excel at all. Totally agree. Oh, boy. So, you heard about Mr. Taterhead, huh? Mr. Potato Head? It's it's Potato Head, thank you. <laughs> there is no Mr. No Mr., excuse me. Do not assume Potato Head's gender. I, I gotta wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, think about it. Right now, the the potato head toys are these plastic monstrosities that look nothing like the original. And when you really want to see what kind of toys and fever dreams kids were playing with just a couple generations ago, go look up the original Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. 1952. (laughs) Picasso-esque animated facial features to be stabbed into groceries. <laughs> Big old eyebrows. <laughs> oh, the horn rim glasses. 69 years. We made it. Not anymore, though. World will absolutely fall apart if we don't degenderize. That's my new word, by the way. You know, deplatform is a word. Well, it's, it's just the march of progress. I mean, when the original Mr. Potato Head came out, we had finally conquered hunger we had gotten to the point where we could play with our food you could turn a potato into a toy now we just have to worry about those same potatoes and their gender well gotta love that march of progress we've we conquered hunger and now we're conquering gender i know i for one as they say you don't remember the old johnny carson when 
he used to play. Somebody will have to remind me of the of the character, but uh, I'm sure our listeners remember. I think it's when he came out and he was dressed like uh, like a hunter, like a, a, a southern person, I guess. Kind of had the accent. <clears throat> and Floyd R. Turbo. That's it. And he would always say, I for one, and he would gesture, I for one. <laughs> he would put his finger up, the one, you know, flash it. I for one think this is insanity, is what I think. But that's not all, as the uh, commercials say. There's also additional news on the gender front. Very important, gender. The state of California which, of course, is progressive. <laughs> the fruit, nut, and flake capital of the world. Yeah. Uh, they are about to pass a law introduced by Assemblyman Evan Lowe. Imagine this, a Democrat from Campbell, California. It would apply to all retail department stores with 500 or more employees. It would do away with so-called boys' aisles and girls' aisles by requiring that children's products be offered in a simple, gender-neutral section. That would be toys and clothes. You couldn't, like, have dresses grouped together, for example, and, you know, pants and shirts, what a boy would typically wear in a day. they got to mix them up! So we can accommodate those children that might be confused about their gender. And the only reason they're confused is because the schools are telling them to, to be confused. That you get to choose your identity, your, excuse me, your biological gender based on how you identify. You get to choose it. Nobody owns that but you. Choose whatever you want. Don't let anybody tell you what your gender is. That's about to be passed. Now, here's what I don't get. I guess that means when they're in stores that have fewer than 500 employees, they're not confused. <laughs> okay, small store. Oh, I get it. I'm a boy. I'm a girl. Big store. I'm not sure. I'm glad all this stuff's grouped together. This is insanity. I'm not real sure the Kung Fu grip is going to grab Barbie's hairbrush. <laughs> I don't know if that hand size works out, which could be confusing to kids. Before it's all over with, the entirety of humanity, how many is on the planet? Six billion now? Seven billion. Seven billion. We're just going to all be grouped together into this just one big flesh blob. That will achieve the goal of uniformity and non-classification. Just one big blob. That's where we're headed. The hoop and the stick isn't gender-aware enough. <laughs> we'll come back after the news. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. 
News. I'm Chris Foster. The House votes today on another coronavirus financial relief and stimulus bill. The $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan includes $160 billion in aid to fight the pandemic, expanded unemployment benefits, and $1,400 direct payments for millions of Americans. There's also money for state and local governments. A provision raising the minimum wage to $15 is effectively dead in the Senate, where the parliamentarian has ruled it cannot be included in the final bill. Fox's Rachel Sutherland, a third coronavirus vaccine is nearly approved for emergency use in the U.S. The FDA's advisory committee is the last major hurdle for the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. It's expected to get a thumbs up following the FDA's report released on Wednesday that said the one-shot vaccine was safe and effective and has been shown to be 85% effective in preventing the most severe disease. Fox's Tanya J. Powers, the president and Mrs. Biden head to Texas today for meetings about winter storm relief. America's listening to Fox News. Pillium Corporation. When people hear our name, they say, cool name. What exactly do you do? Great question. Pillium helps your company stay secure and current with IT support, IT security and forensics, cloud services, and networking. Plus, next generation body cameras, in-car video systems, and mobile communications for public safety and first responder clients. In short, Pillium Corporation helps our clients grow and thrive securely. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, need your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Despite the pandemic, the Mississippi Gulf Coast is one of the highest performing destinations in the country. Tourism research released by Coastal Mississippi shows that our state was the top travel spending market in the U.S. last year, with the coast accounting for a third of that. The organization's CEO, Milton Segarra, told WLOX that tourists are very satisfied with their experience, and that's led to a repeat visitation rate of 75%. The Department of Health is reporting 731 new cases of COVID. The latest report brings the state's total up to just over 293,500. With the confirmation of 25 additional deaths, 6,638 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. And as of Monday, over 273,000 Mississippians have recovered from COVID-19. I'm Kelly Bennett. Hey, y'all know that Mississippians love the great outdoors, right? Well, the time has come to invest in the future of Mississippi's greatest asset, our natural resources. And we can do this now with the passage of House Bill 1231. This landmark legislation creates an outdoor stewardship trust fund by using proceeds from existing sporting goods sales without raising any taxes. The trust fund will improve outdoor recreation, protect clean water, and promote agriculture conservation efforts and forestry operations opportunities and preserve our natural resources for future generations. So if your passion is hunting whitetail bucks or fishing the coastal marsh for redfish and specks or just enjoying the outdoors with family and friends, then we all realize the importance of preserving nature as the heartbeat issue affecting our quality of life. So call your state senator and Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman and ask them to vote for House Bill 1231 because Mississippians love the great outdoors. Paid for by the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Coalition. 
Lawmakers are backing away from a plan to hold an election to see whether Mississippians would support an increase in the gas tax to bring in money for roads. HB 1364 died Wednesday when the House didn't vote on it before a deadline. Governor Reeves had said he didn't like the proposal. The nearly $2.5 billion gas tax increase, um, that is not something that is is good uh, for uh, the taxpayers of the state. He says he supports tax cuts, not tax swaps or transfers or tax increases. If the weather holds up, it should be a busy weekend of baseball. With rain in the forecast, top-ranked Ole Miss is set to host UCF. Number 5 Mississippi State welcomes Tulane to Duty Noble. And Southern Miss and UConn will play a three-game series at Pete Taylor Park. First pitch in all three games this afternoon is currently set for four. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. Ross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Just when you think you've heard it all. Heard it all. Heard it all. Heard it all. It's time. It's time to kickstart another hour of the JT Show. Bring your freaking ease. On with the show. Showtime. Now, here's more with JT. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Hour two of the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, this Friday, the last one of the month of February. We are just rocking right along here through 2021. I just looked to see what other toys might have been popular about the same time as Potato Head's introduction. Yeah. What are we going to do about Barbie? Oh, yeah, that's done. Is Barbie? Uh, is Barbie gonna look like, gonna look like Gumby now? Well, is yeah, Gumby just well? That's you know that's a good one because that kind of that's kind of consistent with my blob theory. We're just gonna be like Play-Doh. Just put us all together like Play-Doh. No more individualism. No more distinction. No more gender. Which Play-Doh came out about the same time as Potato Head. Yeah. You had to be really creative to do stuff with Play-Doh. It was, 
it was a bigger problem in that most kids ended up with it in their hair. And so parents had to wash it out. Oh, his parents okay? Oh, shoot, I'm so confused. Is that okay? So something else that activists are seeking is to ban gender reveal parties. Now, I think everybody can get on board with that. <laughs> you know, in the, the I saw I saw a great way to get rid of gender reveal parties. Yeah. And it's simply to make it socially acceptable for everyone there to boo. <laughs> you have the big reveal, whatever explosive ordinance they decided to use with pink or blue dye, and then boo, pack up and leave. That's cruel. That's heartless. <laughs> you know, it is true that there have been some mishaps, shall we say, <laughs> at vendor, uh, vendor gender reveal parties. Uh, let's see, a massive wildfire. You remember that one in Arizona? Burned 47,000 acres, the result of a fire ignited at a gender reveal party. And so these activists, they're, they're trying to, it's pernicious, they're trying to shield it by saying, we got to do this because every time we have gender reveal parties, there's, you know, some sort of property Nobody damage. Nobody the baby. <laughs> so, but literally, I'm reading this report from the, from the activists, and they're saying, you know, to put this in perspective, the area of Manhattan 14,600 acres, gender reveal parties have ruined more than that. Like, we only have fires and property damage. They only come from gender reveal parties. That, that's sort of the supposition here. <laughs> um, it says, can you imagine if trans people regularly set fire to forest in order to tell the world their gender? There would be an, <laughs> there would be an outrage. <laughs> Uh, or can you imagine if gender reveal parties were a traditional Muslim practice? America would stick anyone who promoted them on a terrorist, terrorist watch list. But the real reason they maintain is because of the psychological damage that comes with reinforcing mainstream, rigid gender binaries. All right now, folks, how many times have I said on this program that the reason we can't unify, work together, come up with whatever, you, however you want to describe it, come up with some common ground, find some intersection of, of policy and values, is because we can't even agree, can't reach a consensus on what arguably is the most fundamental truth in humanity, which is that there are two biological genders. I know, I know I've heard it from some of my doctor friends. There are certain situations, rare as they may be, where a child is born and literally the doctor has to make a call. But that is extremely rare, and it is an anomaly. You don't throw out standards that apply very broadly and overwhelmingly because of 
a teeny tiny fraction that, I guess, conflicts with those standards. So what we're saying here is we can't recognize that there are males and females, two genders. <sighs> they, they, they don't like the idea <laughs> that you do the reveal and you... I guess there's a practice, I've never heard of it before, but I'm going by what I'm reading here, where you cut a cake. Have you heard of this? Yeah, you cut the cake to reveal the gender? Yeah, and inside is either pink or blue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard of that. Although there is the video where they cut the cake and the cake was just, uh, it wasn't dyed. Well, that's what it ought to be, right? It's gender neutral. It's woke. But they were upset because they were expecting a color. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the problem is our our country is, what do they say? It's, uh, this is worse than police brutality. That's what they say. Property destruction is coded very differently depending on the group responsible for it. And the property destruction of gender reveal parties, according to this group, should get higher notoriety and attention than the property destruction we saw last summer as riots broke out across the country. It's the same as the crowd that wants to... Ah, so broken shop windows were the result of accidental celebrations. (laughs) Uh, They say gender reveal parties reinforce entrenched power structures. Oh, here's what's crazy about that. Who's saying that? People that seek an entrenched power structure, it being theirs, that they want to impose on you. It's all about submission. And think about what's happened in our country politically. It ain't good enough the Democrats swept. They got the White House, they got the House, they got the Senate. You would think they'd be happy. Nope. They ain't happy until... You succumb to their worldview until you admit you're a racist, until you admit there are no genders, until you stop using pronouns, until you force stores in how they have to display their merchandise for sale. I mean, just look at the text or the tweet from Ilan Omar. It's very, it says in three lines, abolish the filibuster, replace the parliamentarian, What's a Democratic majority if we can't pass our priority bills? This is unacceptable. There you go. And she's she's mad. She's steaming because the parliamentarian said you can't embed that $15 minimum wage in that idiotic stimulus bill. So all the economic indicators say the point to good fortunes. The economy is recovering. Uh, uh, job recovery is strong. Economic output, GDP, durable goods. Talked about that yesterday. We don't need more unemployment. We need people, we need to open up. Let people go back to work. We don't need to send money out. I understand there's some businesses that have uh, had difficulties because they were shut down by their government, frankly, to a great extent, and they need to be compensated for that. I have a little bit different view on that. And that and that's there's that's part of the bill. But 170 billion dollars to the freaking teachers' unions that won't even be spent. And there's no requirement that they open the schools up. Here's money. And this 
$350 billion to the states to spend as you see fit. No strings attached. No restrictions. That, that, and so you're watching what's happening with the 10-year Treasury. I don't know if you are, folks, but it's the yield on it is rising. And, that, and so the, what is important about that is that the market feels like inflation is coming. And when they feel like inflation's coming, and they're projecting that, then they have to, they have to increase the yield on, so if you're going to buy something for 10 years, let's just think about it this way, and you've got an interest rate that's set as of today's environment, but you expect the value of a do- the dollar to decrease, you've got to start paying more to get people to lock into that for 10 years because the value of that interest payment declines as the value of the dollar declines. And that's wreaking havoc on the markets, but it's it's telling. And what is Biden and the Democrats? We got to go big. Not after this 1.9 trillion, we got another three trillion coming at you. The retort, we can't afford it. It's been extinguished from our vocabulary in Washington. Stay with us, Eddie. Money's bumping us out here. We'll be back with more of the JT Show. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Get ready, Greater Jackson area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show, is coming for two big days at the Mississippi Coliseum. Saturday, 9 till 5, Sunday, 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealers' tables available, full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun books, camouflage, jewelry, and related items. Hunters and collectors, the big show is for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission is just $9 for adults and $2 for kids ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got guns to sell? Be sure they're unloaded and bring them. Instant background checks available for gun purchases. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show. Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 to 5 at the Mississippi Coliseum. Take the high street exit off I-55 and follow the signs to exercise your right to keep and bear arms. And be sure to register for the door prize. See you this weekend at the big one. Sure as shooting, don't don't miss it. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Pure Air Consultants is your heating and cooling professionals, and they're ready to work for you. We're the home of the once-a-year $119 heating and cooling service special along with 24 months same as cash and no credit check financing. Call us at 601-939-7420. That's 601-939-7420 or online at MyPureAirConsultants.com. That's MyPureAirConsultants.com. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Ream, the new degree of comfort. 
Helium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com. Whether it's getting the kiddos to school. I love you. Bye, Mom. Or taking it off-road and uphill. Oh, yeah! Yeah! Woohoo! <laughs> oh, yeah, baby! We've got the right tires for you. Tire Depot has a huge selection of tires for every budget and every purpose. From everyday drivers to extreme off-road performance, Tire Depot has you covered. Alignments, mounting and balancing, lift kits, and general repair. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Do you have an opinion on something you heard from JT or Rhino? Go ahead, grab your phone and text it to them. You can text at 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Top Mississippi. Don't forget, in the next segment, 888-808-8637. That's the number you can dial. If you want to join the conversation on the telephone, Rhino will take your call and we'll get you on. Appreciate everyone for listening today. Hope you are enjoying the show. Lots of texts coming in. Try to get to a few of them here. Uh, appreciate your patience on that. Let's see here. Sean Clinton says, This gender mess is nothing more than weapons of mass distraction. Meanwhile, the socialists are steadily advancing their agenda. There's no question about that. The, the goal, again, is to eliminate anything that's remotely close to resembling mainstream, so-called mainstream, more traditional culture in society. I totally agree with you on that, Sean. And that would include gender. It includes faith and religion. Those are it, it includes capitalism and free markets. Look, you know you, you talk a lot about we talk a lot about socialism and a lot of people sort of look at that as government programs and, and government taxation. And all that to some extent's true and but there's nothing that's more reflective of socialism than telling a private business how they have to display their merchandise. So then what they want is to be in the boardroom telling you who to hire, how much to pay them, how much profit, if any, you can make, uh, what benefits you're going to give, who you're going to hire. I may have already said that. That's the goal, to nationalize. And, it, and it's, again, it's pernicious. It's subversive. You can't tell that's what's going on. That is socialism. 
controlling the means and the volume and the method of economic output? That is, that's the classic definition of socialism. You could, I know a lot of f- folks look at various government programs, and to some extent they're right, and they say that's socialism. A $15 minimum wage, that's socialism. That is managing wages. What really just grinds my gears and sends me through the roof, frankly, is when I see these bureaucrats. One recently, Rhino, Ro Khanna is his name. He's, he represents the Silicon Valley area in the U.S. House. And the other day, I think I've got the uh, I've got a sound clip here. I may send it to you if I can get it cranked up. But basically, what he said is in an interview talking about the fifteen dollar minimum wage. He said, "Well, I don't want. I understand this may have a negative impact and adversely affect smaller businesses that really live on very thin margins and, and uh, you know, in many cases, in many areas of the country, this would be very detrimental to their businesses. He said, well, I know that I want a business in my district that can't afford to pay the $15 minimum wage. That's what a U.S. rep said. I don't want those in my district. Dude, who the hell are you? Who made you the boss? To, to dictate to a business what they pay, how they pay, that's what they want. Look at, look at the Biden administration's appointments to the cabinet. It's not about how good you are. It's not about your experience or credentials, capabilities, resume, value that you can add to the administration and government and society overall. It's about what you are. That's all that matters. It's checking boxes. It's like you've got a chessboard and you got all these different what's. And you sort of just place people into those what's until you've got the completed chessboard. But that goofy Rokana says, oh yeah, well I don't want them. I absolutely, absolutely don't want them in my district. If they can't pay the uh, full boat $15 minimum wage, he's got that figured out. Now, I don't know this guy's background. I would be a little shocked if he's ever made a payroll. He may, maybe he did. Here you go. I'm going to send this to you. See if you can uh, get it here, Rhino. Uh, let's see. Appreciate everybody hanging in there on this one. All right, so there's one. No, he's never had an actual job. Uh, he was a student at the University of Chicago, uh-huh. where he worked in the uh, Obama first campaign for Illinois Senate. Uh-huh. Then he interned with the chief of staff for <laughs> Vice President Gore. And then while he was in college, he interned at former President Jimmy Carter's Carter Center. Then he worked as an attorney for a couple years. Then President Obama appointed him as Deputy Assistant Secretary of the U.S. Department of Commerce, and he's been a bureaucrat ever since. Yeah, so what's the famous Steve Miller song, Uh, Take the Money and Run? You remember there's a line in there (laughs) where he refers to the, uh, I guess, the person (laughs) 
that is the law enforcement officer that is pursuing Jack and Diane, who robbed a store, I guess, or something, robbed a bank. He lives off other people's taxes, which, by the way, I'm happy to pay for safety and protection. Let me be clear. Uh, law enforcement, happy to pay that. This guy here, he's lived off other people's taxes for the most part. He hasn't done squat, except screw stuff up. Unbelievable. Sick of that junk. But it's just, it's the pomposity, and it's the moral superiority and the sanctimonious way that he delivers it. Well, if they can't pay $15 minimum wage. Man, folks that know that have started businesses and operate businesses, make payrolls, it's hard. It's dang hard. It's stressful. It's ridiculous. Amanda from Pike County says, do you know why blue is for boys? Hasn't always been. Really? Yeah, if you go back to uh, about the same time as the time of the Titanic, like the 19-teens, it was considered pink was the the lighter version of red, which was the color of passion, which was a very manly, masculine trait, while baby blue was considered a more dainty color, so it was yep. reserved for young ladies. And that kind of switched during the Depression because of prices of dyes and that kind of stuff. And you have a lot of family heirlooms where the the baby clothing is predominantly white. didn't matter what gender the baby was. And then you didn't really see blue for boys, pink for girls solidified until the the boom of mass marketing in the 70s and 80s where everything got marketed and gotcha. branded and from there it's been pretty much steady <sighs> i mean you know the other thing that just comes to mind <clears throat> liberals just hate fun yeah they never laugh never smile don't do anything fun they're woke scolds <laughs> Curtis and Biloxi says, is gender woke? Uh, Rambo and Carthage says, are sweet potatoes transgender vegetables? <laughs> That's a good one. Can we still say tomboy or sissies? That from Stephen on the 662 into the ceasefire text line. I'm thinking you can't, Stephen. I'm just going to go out on a woke limb there. Mike from Canton says, I'm fat, but I identify as skinny. Does that make me trans a cylinder? Hey, knock yourself out, as far as I'm concerned there, Mike. I'm moving to Mars. It would be my luck. I would run across a gender-neutral space alien. What, did, what was the book, the famous book? I seem to recall maybe when I was in high school. Men are from Mars and women are from Venus or something like that. I'm thinking you can't do that anymore. That's got to be canceled. No more Madam Speaker or Mr. Speaker in the government, as seen on TV. I think that's actually true. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think I got it all. Appreciate everybody engaging us today while my guitar gently sleeps. Which one is this? Who's the artist? Peter Frampton. Peter Frampton doing this version. 
like it. We'll be back with more. Give us a call, 888-808-8637 on the next uh, segment. The JT Show continues. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bath Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. Gallo here for AC Experts, where William Overstreet's my go-to guy. Has been for a long time. Family-owned, not a franchise. 28 years experience from maintenance to installation, new heating, geothermal systems, and repairs come with a full-year warranty. You mention my name, he'll take $50 off servicing. William Overstreet's the AC Expert 769-237-COOL, or email directly theacexperts at yahoo.com, and on Facebook at AC Experts, or tweet or text me personally, I'll be glad to send you the contact. The AC Experts, highly recommended. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Despite the pandemic, the Mississippi Gulf Coast is one of the highest performing destinations in the country. Tourism research released by Coastal Mississippi shows that our state was the top travel spending market in the U.S. last year, with the coast accounting for a third of that. The organization's CEO, Milton Segarra, told WLOX that tourists are very satisfied with their experience, and that's led to a repeat visitation rate of 75%. 
The Department of Health is reporting 731 new cases of COVID. The latest report brings the state's total up to just over 293,500. With the confirmation of 25 additional deaths, 6,638 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. And as of Monday, over 273,000 Mississippians have recovered from COVID-19. I'm Kelly Bennett. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening from 106.3 Casino Radio. This is Will Primo. I've spent my life outdoors and even made a career out of it. I've learned valuable lessons from being in God's great outdoors. Lessons like how much the health of our natural resources adds to all our lives. I hope you'll join me in supporting House Bill 1231. Your support gives us all a better place to call home and protects our natural resources for future generations. Please call your legislature and Lieutenant Governor Hosey and ask them to support House Bill 1231. Paid for by the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Coalition. Gallo. The official designation of this date is what, sir? Sash Wednesday. Do you know what I'm giving up? Snow. I'm giving up snow <laughs> and freezing rain. Gallo. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. College baseball is back. Your favorite teams in the best matchups of the season. And nobody covers America's pastime like Sports Talk Mississippi. Afternoons on Super Talk Mississippi. Don't have time to talk, but still want to make your opinion known? Well, you know you can send JT a text message, right? Go ahead. Text your thoughts to 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Use your fingers and join the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi and supertalk.fm. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, the Who. Yeah, I said it wrong. Jack and Diane, yeah. I, that's right. That's a Mellencamp tune. Billy Mack and Bobby Sue. I'm sorry, I got the couples confused. Thanks for that, Brian and Madison. Take the money and run. Just had to clarify if no one else did. Appreciate that, Brian. You're right. Too many songs running through the head and all these numbers I've been dealing with trying to model out all these tax scenarios. You're absolutely right. I knew it was a couple. By the way, this is like a normal male and female couple. I can't say normal. I mean, I don't even know if you can say male and female anymore. Just two, a couple. Is that okay? 
Life partners. <laughs> that decided to go rob a bank or something, right? Isn't that what they robbed in the is that what they robbed in the song? Oh yeah, the the song goes there's now this is a story Billy about Billy Joe and Bobby Sue. All right, so it's Billy Joe <laughs> Two Young I, Lovers with nothing better to do. Billy Joe and Bobby Sue. So Brian, I think I think Billy Mack was the detective. Billy Mack is a detective down in Texas. You know exactly just he you you know he knows just what exactly what the, the fact facts is. He lives off other people's taxes, right? He ain't gonna let these two escape justice. <laughs> he makes his living off people's taxes. So And this is a Steve Miller tune, right? I had that part. That's right. correct. Yeah. I saw the great Steve Miller in concert. They uh, fronted Journey a couple of years ago. Saw Def Leppard front him. I saw Steve. Still very good. Steve Miller himself. He sang this tune. It was awesome. Yeah, they actually burglarized the house. That's how they got it. Okay, it was a stuff. house. All right. Well, Because uh, they sit around the house getting high and watch the tune. That's right. And, when, and here's what happened when they decided to cut loose. <laughs> great they marriage. headed down to Old El Paso. And that's where they ran into a great big hassle. <laughs> Billy Joe shot a man while robbing his castle. There you go. Shot a man. And Bobby Sue took the money and run. Okay. Glad we got all that squared away. Now, look, you'll forgive me, won't you, audience, if I can't remember all those details. I believe that's from the 70s, about 50 years ago. I'm getting <laughs> getting up there. Can't remember all that stuff. Yeah, uh, someone else wrote in, says, they robbed a man's castle. You're exactly right. Appreciate that. Uh, J-Ray? Oh, J-Ray, my old friend. Hope your family's good, too, my friend. Uh, Jack and Diane, yep, a John Cougar song. You're right. Sorry. Got that wrong. Ask me about taxes. I do better on that. Thomas and Greenwood, I don't, I can't tell what that is there, Thomas, that you sent that video. Ah, yes. Very familiar with, uh, with that. You're absolutely right. Uh, there is a a push from the Coca-Cola Corporation. They deny it, of course, but folks at Coca-Cola are saying that they are being forced to take, they're reporting at least, that they're, they are being forced to undergo some woke training, if you will, where they would admit that they've got to try to be less white. Now, I know somebody sent in a an image of, a Coca-Cola can. can yeah, that's a photoshopped I meme. think it's photoshopped. I agree. That, and so we'll, we'll explain. It had on it, be less white or try yeah. to be less white, whatever that is. So it's, it's in the training. So what happened was somebody went through this training. They say they being some Coke employees are saying it was required. And the, and the company's saying, no, it's optional. I know this. There are companies across this country, corporations, that are extremely woke, and they are forcing, it is not optional, forcing folks to complete this range of diversity and inclusion. and Critical it's, it's, race theory. Yeah, it's, it's beyond diversity and inclusion training. It's, it's no, you have to submit and admit that if you're a white person, you were born with privilege, that you are a white supremacist, that it is pervasive in society, 
uh, and that you need to be less white and and start changing your lifestyle, etc. And so this person took how this leaked was that a, a employee going through the training took some screenshots of it. And the title of the course is Confronting Racism, Understanding What It Means to Be White, Challenging What It Means to Be Racist. And here's what it means, by the way, to be less white. Be less oppressive. Be less arrogant. Be less certain. That's where you come up with the no, 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 two plus two. Ah. Dismiss that that age-old, factual, truth concept that 2 plus 2 equals 4, it could be 5. And don't ask me to show how I got 5. That, my friends, is racist. Be less defensive. Are white people, I, you know, I am one, I are one. I, is that a problem? Be less ignorant. Be more humble. Listen. Believe. Break with apathy. Break with white solidarity. I didn't know that was a thing. Only in the minds of the idiots that make money selling this nonsense. And that's precisely the point. It is, it's the grievance industry is the way the great Shelby Steele, an African-American, uh, a black philosopher is kind of what I call him. I, I think he's a, a professor. I want to say it's Stanford. If you've not read his works, folks, he is so awesome. He's, and it says also, in the U.S. and other Western nations, white people are socialized to feel that they are inherently superior because they are white. Research shows that by age three to four, children understand it's better to be white. Really? Uh, how do you get to that? So what these woke folks, the purveyors of wokeness, what they are, are wanting to do is transform, if you will, white identity. White folks are attempting to come to terms with race in a real way and question the systemic issues that have caused whites to be so much more in a superior position, that is that is a key element of this deep equity training for teachers to help them guide them as white people and their students as white people. And the sad and confusing part of all of this is these are the same people that if you were to, say, wear a kimono or fashion your hair in braids or any number of things that are completely normal because the world is getting smaller... They fashion those as cultural appropriation and wrong. So I have a friend, precisely, I have a friend that sent me some information that was published on the Smithsonian's website. It was a subset of the, the, the Smithsonian's website. I think they also have, um, there's some sort of museum affiliated with them that I, I think is fo focused on black culture in America. Uh, and and so they, there was a, some information on that site 
and it's entitled Talking About Race. The organization, by the way, is the NMAAHC, and I think we'll have to look that up, but I think I'm pretty sure that's affiliated with the Smithsonian. And it's the National Museum of African American History and Culture. There you go. So I had the basic description right there. And so this this flyer, uh, if you will, these talking points, aspects and assumptions of whiteness, white culture in the United States. One of the key tenets that they maintain in white culture is rugged individualism. The individual is the primary unit. Self-reliance, independence, independence and autonomy are highly valued and rewarded. Individuals assume to be in control of their environment. You get what you deserve. No, that's can't do that. It's collectivism is where we got to go. At there, back to the Plato blob. Where would we be now if Harriet Tubman hadn't had rugged individualism? If rugged individualism didn't exist, which is innate in human nature, we'd still be freaking living in caves. We'll come back with more. This is Jethro Tull, isn't it? Stay with us. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. This is a whole new me, almost. You know? And of course, I just started bawling, and then I looked around, and they had tears. And then the whole, it seemed like the whole office came in and, and looked, but it was just a feeling like I have never felt before. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Garden Mama here for Lakeland Yard and Garden. Now is the time to get yourself to Lakeland Yard and Garden for the largest selection of patio furniture, outdoor-indoor living areas, umbrellas, replacement cushions, and beautiful fountains and stepping stones. You'll even find Komodo Joe grills and collegiate gift items. The expert staff members at Lakeland Yard and Garden will be happy to guide you through their large nursery stock of bedding plants, perennials, tropicals, and more. While you're there, be sure to get your topsoil or mulch sold by the bag or in bulk. Lakeland Yard and Garden even offers local delivery. Lakeland Yard and Garden, growing your way and serving you for over 40 years. Stop by or call today, located at Lakeland Drive and Airport Road, 601-939-7304, online at lakelandyardandgarden.com. Listen to your garden mama now. It's Lakeland Yard and Garden Center for all your gardening needs and a whole lot more. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The USDA needs to ensure its coronavirus aid to farmers is equitable as the Biden administration is using the department in several ways to focus on the president's goal to contain the coronavirus. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack said on Thursday, with that, 
The USDA will extend enrollment for the latest round of the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program for additional assistance, dubbed the CFAP AA sign-up, will continue, though payments under the program will remain frozen. Trade and filling vacancies at the USDA agencies are also areas that will draw attention to the newly sworn-in Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack. And on the call with reporters, he also discussed the Farmers to Families Food Box Program and the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program and Trade and Possible Climate Change Initiatives. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talks, Mississippi Agri-News Network. Jake Mangum here. I got a lot of love from Mississippi in my time with MSU. Fans, friends, family, and teammates gave me more support than I could have hoped for. Farm Bureau Insurance was one of my supporters then, and they continue to take care of me day-to-day as my insurance provider. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. The 2021 Honda ATV lineup is here to prove it's possible to work smarter and harder. With the power to get the job done, the technology to make it easier, and tried and tested quality to keep you moving forward, the only thing left to add is you. Then you'll understand how life is better on a Honda. Honda recommends ATVs for riders 16 years and older and recommends that all ATV riders take a training course. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Thanks for hanging out with JT and Rhino. You've got the JT Show. We're glad you came as you are. We just want you to enjoy yourself. Roger that. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Leonard Skinnard. Rhino is on fire today, as he always is. Trying to get you fired up about the weekend. Something good. So, the Equality Act passed the House yesterday, 224 to 206. And this is uh, the one that basically it all but just extinguishes the concept, the distinction, and genders. The, the concept that there are only two, and, and they should be, I guess, assimilated into culture accordingly. Such as put all the girls' and boys' clothes together in the toys sort of stuff. and Go whatever bathroom you want. Play what, on whatever sports team you want. And it got, it got hairy there in the House. You had some right-leaning members of the House that, that um, I guess, basically got pretty fired up and, and expressed their, their grievances and their concerns, I think rightfully so. The goofy Jerry Nadler did say something to the effect that, I don't have the exact quote, but like, God has no authority in the House of Representatives or something insane like that. And and that, uh, someone on the, on the text line said, did Nadler really say that God has no authority? He said something 
I don't think it was exactly, I, I think I'm exaggerating a little bit, but he said something along those lines, I think, Rhino. I remember hearing that. And we got lots of text trying to get to all of them. Thanks, folks. Um, so, <laughs> Jeff in Forest County sent a live image from CPAC in Orlando. And uh, it looks like it's from the Ten Commandments there. You see that? With the worshiping the uh, the golden calf up on the pedestal. When I was a kid, I wanted to be Roy Rogers, and that was reflected in the Christmas gifts I got. I'm glad my parents didn't let me transfer over, because when I hit puberty, I was pretty sure I wanted to be Grace Kelly. Now, I'm happy to be a grown woman. How about that? That's on the C Spire text line. Yeah, so is the 2020 quarter with National Parks insignia on the back of the official COVID-19 coin? I don't know. That's from Jerry in Waynesboro. I hadn't heard about that. I've got uh, Jerry Nadler's audio. Here we go. Mr. Stubbe, what any religious tradition ascribes as God's will is no concern of this Congress. There you go. So I perhaps exaggerated it a little bit in suggesting it was a direct that God, a direct statement that God has no authority in the House. But that's pretty much what he's saying there, right? I mean, it's, it's thinly veiled, as they say. That's what he means. It, it's closer to that than Trump called for violence. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> no question. Oh, boy. Yeah, non-gender is like me getting a handicap sticker on my car because I want to be in a wheelchair today, but tomorrow I want to play basketball. That came in on the ceasefire tax line. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Do I have to shave my chest if I wear a bikini to the beach? From David and <laughs> Oh, man. Let's see. Are they gonna David do had another good one that I, I don't know if he meant it to be deep, but we were talking about the potato head and the gender and stuff, and I can't find it again, but I think he said, we are all silly putty. <laughs> yeah. Well, silly putty Which played there's a little good. bit of depth to that, because you think back to silly putty, and what was one of the few things you could do with it? You could get an impression of the newspaper that wasn't very good. Very good. Spread it out. <laughs> Read it. That's good. That's about how we take in our fake news nowadays. <laughs> Brenda from Brandon says, are they going to do away with sonograms now because it may not tell the gender? Yeah. I. You know, that came about when I had my first child, and it was, it was kind of sketchy. It's not as precise as it is today. That's used to be you didn't know, you know, until it, uh, they were born, essentially. So. I mean, that... That didn't change until after I had come around because my mom had a, a girlfriend that was convinced I was going to be a little girl, so she made a frilly red dress for me, <laughs> and then lo and behold, here I am, a boy. So there's a, a Polaroid picture somewhere in the family albums of me at less than a week old wearing a red dress. How about that? Because the lady had gone to all the, the trouble of making it, and it's handmade. <laughs> What'd you do with it? Yeah, I think she. I think mom gave it back to her, and she repurposed it into a little sailor outfit. Repurposed? Don't say that on this show. <laughs> I'm telling you, when you hear repurpose, reimagine, reengineer, reconfigure, 
Hold on to your dang wallet, your freedom, your property. It's coming at you. That is garbage, is what that is. Not your situation, of course, but when my daughter was born, we had the sonogram, didn't want to know. And so, didn't know till she was born. I'm in the OR where she is coming out there, and I'm like, okay, what? And all the nurses said, all that hair, it's got to be a boy. Came out, as was a girl. And I just remember the doctor, he was so busy, and I'm like, okay, will you tell me what it is? And he, like, held it up <laughs> and looked at the private parts and said, it's a girl. We'll be back. Stay with us. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. A $1.9 trillion coronavirus financial relief and stimulus plans expected to be passed by the House today. Georgia Democrat Lucy McBath. We must pass the American Rescue Plan, a bill that accelerated our ability to deliver life-saving vaccines and put an end to this pandemic, a bill that invests in our schools, allowing our children and teachers to safely return to in-person learning. Oklahoma Republican Kevin Hearn complains. Components of this package were shoved through committees on strictly partisan lines. The House bill includes a $15 an hour federal minimum wage. The Senate version does not, and differences will have to be worked out. At the Conservative Political Action Conference, in Orlando, Florida, some members of the audience boo organizers telling them to keep masks on to comply with coronavirus regulations. I know, I, I know it's it's not the most fun. There was some applause after that announcement. America's listening to Fox News. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. We're already paying more at the pump, and now AAA and Gas Buddy are warning that prices could be close to $3 a gallon by Memorial Day. The group say several factors are at play. The winter storm that wreaked havoc on refineries, skyrocketing crude oil prices, and an expected travel boom due to extensive vaccination efforts. Senator John Horn says there's a lot he likes about the proposal to eliminate the state income tax, like cutting the grocery tax in half over time. But he's concerned about the impact of raising the sales tax. Uh, whether there may be some unintended consequences of it, uh, it's, it's impact on, on people's buying habits. And, and uh, I think that um, uh, we don't know what, what it's going to do for yeah. car sales. We don't know what it's going to do for retail sales. Uh, it's, it's just uh, there are a lot of unknowns. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Hey, y'all know that Mississippians love the great outdoors, right? Well, the time has come to invest in the future of Mississippi's greatest asset, our natural resources. And we can do this now with the passage of House Bill 1231. This landmark legislation creates an outdoor stewardship trust fund by using proceeds from existing sporting goods sales without raising any taxes. The trust fund will improve outdoor recreation, protect clean water, and promote agriculture conservation efforts and forestry operations opportunities and preserve our natural resources for future generations. So if your passion is hunting whitetail bucks or fishing the coastal marsh for redfish and specks or just enjoying outdoors with family and friends, then we all realize the importance of preserving nature as the heartbeat issue affecting our quality of life. So call your state senator and Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman and ask them to vote for House Bill 1231 because Mississippians love the great outdoors. Paid for by the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Coalition. A Mississippi senator is voicing her opposition to President Biden's nominee to head up Health and Human Services. Cindy Hyde-Smith says California Attorney General Javier Becerra has no qualifying experience. His experience is filing lawsuits to go against anything that is pro-life. And as the AG in California, he used that position to do that there. He will use it here. And it's still pretty incredible that his name was put up. Four Mississippi men are being sentenced for violating federal wildlife laws. Kenneth Britt, Tony Smith, and Barney Bearfield of Wesson and Dustin Treadway of Brookhaven were sentenced for conspiring to kill in excess of the legal limit of wild turkeys while unlicensed, then transporting spurs and beards from the turkeys across state lines to Mississippi. The crimes were committed in Kansas and Nebraska. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, this is Ford Truck Month. Get the best deals of the year on the only trucks that are built Ford Tough. Drive home the all-new, completely redesigned 2021 Ford F-150, the legendary performer Ford Super Duty, or the adventure-ready Ford Ranger. Work or play, count on Ford trucks to get the job done, and hurry because Ford Truck Month is an event you don't Tune want to to good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Real talk for real Mississippians. Now, here's your host, JT. JT. everyone the JT show plowing right into the afternoon on this Friday Rhino 
Gerard in the studio. Joining us now, the Commissioner of the Mississippi Department of Corrections, Mr. Burl Kane. Good afternoon, Commissioner. Thanks for coming in today. Oh, I'm glad to be here. Beautiful day. Yes, sir. All right, so give us an update. Uh, you've been on the job now for about a year and a half, is that somewhere Oh, there? no. Not quite that long, about, huh? About eight months. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I couldn't remember exactly when uh, the appointment was done, but it was a few months into the right. governor's uh, term. Yeah, I should remember that. So, And, of course, the Department of Corrections seems like was in the news quite a bit, but less or so now, and I hope that means because we've made lots of improvements on, under your watch, uh, you might want to discuss some of that with our audience. Well, we have. It's it's kind of shotgun approach because medical's giving us a little bit of the blues now, but we worked that out. We yeah. have a we have purchased three ambulances. They didn't have any ambulances that operated when I got here, none. And so uh, we've got that going now. One, our first one will be on board. It'll be at CMCF, so we can move people to the infirmary. It's kind of like who would have thought you don't need an ambulance? Yeah. But anyway, uh, all that's being taken care of. It's a little bit slow. We got the gangs on the run, I hope, pretty good. I got some more leaving next week to go to Colorado, so we'll have some more leaders there. We've moved out about 130, about about 30 gang leaders to, to different states and let them live there for a while, pretty good long while. And so we're kind of cutting the head off the snake. He's still wiggling, though, <laughs> so <laughs> we're working on it. But anyway, that's a good thing, and uh, we, we determined to get rid of them, and so we will. But we replace them with something good and something, you know, more programs and so forth that people can belong to. So that's yeah. all good. So we just count all over the board, but it's really cool. We got some good legislation. Our reentry court legislation's working well. Our reentry programs are starting up. We're gonna be purchasing about three million dollars worth of equipment just to to equip the schools. And we'll have schools for about fifteen hundred inmates in the three major prisons here. Okay. And we're doing that because it's more efficient. If you try to have a school different places, then you have double the cost. Just make a larger school and have it in one place and different things at different places. So that's kind of what's going on real good for us. One thing that's important, you may have a question, though. No, I was just going to ask you, i uh, going to kind of pivot to personnel. I know that's just a, a, a major uh, challenge that uh, Corrections has, has had, and and latest data I saw, it's been a few months, it looks like we were down quite a bit in terms of the number of custody officers and, and other personnel necessary to operate Corrections. What's going on there? Well, I have to commend the governor big time. Also the lieutenant governor and the legislature because they did equip us with the two we needed money so we could hire people. And we had learned that with Probation Pro, you have to be in the 30s pretty much to hire someone. So so anyway, we do have now mobile offices. We have high pay, we think. We can start someone with uh, at 30,500 if he has if he doesn't even have a high school diploma, because we need the muscle and the eyes, so we open jobs for those. But if you have any experience at all, 32000 college degree, 33000 a year, so that's base pay. So we've already hired 130 people. Wow. And we did that through, even through the ice storm. So we have seven mobile offices. We travel around the state, different areas, close to the prisons. And that way we can interview you one day and have you on the payroll the next. So we're going really fast. So one good thing about it, we have 700 of these jobs. This is important. If you had an industry coming into Mississippi with 700 jobs, you'd jump out and get after it. So that's what you have with us. And so we are filling those positions, men or women. It's working well either way. 
So we're very optimistic we can hire 500 by probably the next three months. Some people think we can't, but I believe we can. And that's going to get us where we really can get, be a stable prison system and move forward. Now, we have to train them. Take a little while to get that all done. We'll make some mistakes, have some issues here. But sure. anyway, personnel is going to work out. Well, what about the career for a correctional officer once they start? You, I think you talked about the starting pay. Uh, what kind of career path do they have after that? I did, and once you start, you're going to get a raise in, in 18 months, actually six months, and then 18 months, and you actually have a career path so that when you've been there probably five years, you'll be at 40000 Okay. So it's a good career path, but if you look at the starting pay and add the, the benefits, which is the retirement system, right. the insurance, and so forth, that job's worth about 42000 It's yeah. a starting pay. And so is this putting us more in line, certainly with the neighboring states commission? It is. That is absolutely in line with Alabama, who had the consent decree in the Justice Department. So we wanted to be like them, because that's what they mandated over there. So we want to be ahead of the Justice Department. We don't want a consent decree. That'll cost us too much money. So that's what we're doing is trying to be in compliance with all the federal regulations and so forth. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's been a problem, right? We, it's been difficult to recruit under the old model. Uh, didn't pay enough and certainly couldn't compete with uh, a lot of other jobs in, in our neighboring states for similar positions. Well, to call it like it is, we were doing a poor job in the way we manage people because people want to come to work and not be talked to you know, poorly, and they want to be treated right, and sure. they want to be corrected, but they want to be corrected properly and not fussed at or screamed at. Sure. People's not going to work in that environment, and we had too much of that in the past. We're putting our signs up right now, no profanity. we got to be quiet, got to calm down, and we have been training our middle-level management, Dale Carnegie-type training, how to win friends, influence people, how to treat people. Because we were doing exit interviews and finding people were leaving not so much because of pay, but because of how they were treated. Hmm. Interesting. And, you know, lots of studies through the years, as I'm sure you know, Commissioner, say that, that most people, uh, they sort of determine the quality of their work environment based on their direct boss, who they report to, and how they're treated by that individual. It's all part of the kind of the environment and the culture. Uh, so I assume then that goes into some of the enhancements that you're making in the environment. It's definitely no use to hire them if we're going to run them off. Yeah. And so we're going to be doing real big-time exit interviews on anybody we lose. And our goal is to keep people, retrain them, and retrain them, and retrain them until they become really cool and good in their job, not just run them off on the first offense. Yeah, and the turnover is so expensive, as you know, is backfilling and, and going back through the training and, and uh, replenishing when you lose somebody and you've invested so much in them. It's cost us all money. Well, one thing we're going to do, we're going to have a two-month forgiveness period once we hire you. We're going to expect you to make mistakes in your art, even if it's bad mistakes. We're still not going to fire you. Yeah. We're going to train you for two months to try to get you get you right. But in the past, first mistake, boom, you're out of here. I got you. And of course, by increasing the, the compensation package, hopefully you're able to recruit and retain higher quality people as part of that, We too. are. And, we need, and we're, we're at the the three places, for instance, tomorrow we have buses that's going to be, not buses, mobile offices, and they're going to be one at Bass Pro Shop, one down at Pearl, at, uh, and uh, we got them at Lucidale, we got them at Richton, we got them in, in uh, Clarksdale. And so we spread all out, all over the state, and we keep moving, and we announce on social media where we're going to be. 
So let's talk about what we truly want to achieve in society is, is empty prisons, frankly, and that we don't have anybody breaking the law. That's what we'd like to get to. And, and I think uh, you know all the statistics and the data sort of points to the high rate of recidivism, which is just expensive uh, to society in, in more than just financial terms. What are we doing, Commissioner, to try to ensure that we, when people serve, they get out, they're able to get jobs, be productive members of society, and most importantly, don't break the law anymore? Give example. One of the pieces of equipment we're buying is a Hunter front-end machine. It costs about $24,000, and so we're going to have inmates that are certified, ASE certified on these machines, which means they can do warranty work. And so, therefore, for the Goodyear store, places like that, to do front-end work, alignment work, that's a great job. Hmm. So that's one of the skills we'll be training. Plus, and in demand, those jobs are. In demand. And it's going to be where that you can go to the, to the dealership or any mechanic shop. You're going to have a certification. They don't have to worry about, can you do the job? And it's a good pay job and for instance in air conditioning in your car accident air conditioning yeah. transmission there'll be we'll have a transmission a whole car with all these these uh these tools and so forth to train people how to operate and do that and we're gonna we won't be a mechanic you'll be a specified mechanic in a certain field and so that's how we're going to do it so that they really are specialized and can and can get jobs it's critical because that that's what employers want is those those specialties like that and they're willing to pay more for it when they have those certifications for sure what about moral rehabilitation? That's a really good question because we can teach you skills and trades, but if we don't teach you morality and change your heart, you're just a smarter criminal. Yeah. That's the bottom line. And so we were breaking ground on our first church at Parchment. Our seminary at Parchment has, 30, has 46 students right now, and in two years we'll have associate degree. We'll start using some of those there. The rest of them will work on to get the four-year degree, accredited like Ole Miss, Mississippi State. And so that's working well. And the women, we have 29 women in their seminary out at uh, the women's prison. And let's speak about the women a minute. We're going to have probably one of the best and largest beauty schools in the state at the women's prison. Wow, that's cool. And we're going to also have welding school. We'll have 75 slots for people, women to learn to weld. We're going to have a forklift operating school. They'll have simulators so they can play on the forklift. we got to take a break. Can you hang with us, Commissioner? I can. Sounds good. We'll be back. The JT Show continues after this. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. With springtime right around the corner, it's time to start thinking about your lawn equipment needs. This is your local outdoor power equipment specialist, Cameron Hartley, here to tell you all about the great wintertime specials we have going on right now at Hartley Equipment. Homeowners, from now until the end of February, bring in your X-Mark mower and receive 10% off on seasonal tune-up services. For this special, we're also offering free pickup and delivery within 10 miles of the store on all X-Mark mowers. If you're ready to trade in your old X-Mark for a brand new one, then Hartley Equipment will offer you top dollar on your trade-in. Right now, we have financing options with 0% interest and no money down. Get a new X-Mark Zero Turn for as little as $79 a month. With the purchase of any new X-Mark Zero Turn, we're going to give you a free first service and a $100 prepaid Visa gift card. Come by Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt and see for yourself why we're the number one X-Mark dealer in Mississippi. And as always, shop shop smartly, shop Hartley. Hartley. 
Get ready, Greater Jackson area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show, is coming for two big days at the Mississippi Coliseum. Saturday, 9 till 5, Sunday, 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealers' tables available, full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun books, camouflage, jewelry, and related items. Hunters and collectors, the big show is for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission is just $9 for adults and $2 for kids ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got guns to sell? Be sure they're unloaded and bring them. Instant background checks available for gun purchases. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show. Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 to 5 at the Mississippi Coliseum. Take the high street exit off I-55 and follow the signs to exercise your right to keep and bear arms. And be sure to register for the door prize. See you this weekend at the big one. Sure as shooting, don't miss it. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Get ready for Trustmark Park College Baseball, featuring the only college baseball game of the season to be played at Trustmark Park. Mississippi State plays University of Southern Mississippi Tuesday, March 2nd at Trustmark Park. The game starts at 6 p.m. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com or the Trustmark Park box office. Fun for the whole family. Get your tickets now. Trustmark College Baseball, featuring Mississippi State versus University of Southern Mississippi. A Spectrum Event Production. Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You are listening to the JT Show. Wow! I know, I'm so pumped. It's such a great program. Great program. The JT Show with JT and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard Rhino in the studio on this Friday. Commissioner Burl Kane from the Department of Corrections, our guest in the studio. So, Commissioner, we were talking uh, during the break. We we you mentioned the base pay, which is just the salary that a corrections officer would receive, but. We really need to also consider the total compensation package, as everybody really should when they look at how they get paid and how they are compensated. There's a lot more to it than just salary. It is. For instance, single people, we give one insurance for free, health insurance. So if you're single, you don't have to worry about health insurance. So that's free. That's a big deal. And that package on the $33,000 job is worth about 50000 when you look at the retirement system, which is 9% they're giving you. The health insurance, if you have family, that you can include them. And then they pay everything else for you up to all the benefits. So it's really a good job. It's a career. It's not something you want to come and leave. You want to stick with it and get to retirement because it's really good there. Yeah, and and had also a listener that just pointed out that the $15 minimum wage, if, if Joe Biden and the Democrats had their way at the federal level, would be $31,200 a year. That's absolutely true, except just keep in mind it doesn't start at $15 immediately. That, that $15 minimum wage would be phased in over, I think, five years, if I'm not mistaken. So... 
I got to believe that 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 will all be taken into consideration as you guys uh, constantly reevaluate your pay scales and have to adjust to market conditions and wages and so forth. And that's what we depend on. The legislature and the governor has to be involved in that as well. It's a budgetary matter. There's plenty of correcting officers making in the 40s and 50s. Yeah. And so four years, you'll be where Biden has them at 15, you'll be at, you'll be at 40,000. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, appreciate that. And so we, you were talking before we went to the break. By the way, one of the listeners wanted to let you know that uh, the offenders incarcerated at Angola make really good peanut butter cookies. And what did you tell me, Commissioner? Chocolate chip as well, Chocolate chip as well, and they're really good, and they are. We're going to be making good cookies here because we're going to have our kitchen operations April the 1st. And one reason is so we can have cookies because when they go to church, everybody that leaves church gets a cookie. Yeah. And the cookies kind of bait. Yeah. But you might get caught while you're in there, so that's good. So we want to get them in the church. And the first church will be built at Parchment. We're building uh, three churches this year, but we'll build a total of nine in the next three years. Okay. And they're big churches. They're 6,400 square hmm. feet. Awesome. Right. So. You got to believe that would be a critical part of moral rehabilitation too, right? I mean, I'm it sure. It is. Yeah, we coined that term moral rehabilitation at Angola because we realized four things: good food, good medicine, good play, and good praying. And you have a good prison. Yeah. Any one of those falls short, then you're going to wreck. So we want to be sure we have those components. Hmm. Interesting philosophy. I like it. It's good. So uh, we also had, uh, I think, uh, Paul in Greenville asked the question about whether or not military service would be a factor in determining pay. How would that work? That would be one of the factors that would make that would entitle you to the $33,000 starting pay, okay. along with the college degree. It would do that. And by the way, our, our mobile office is at Senator's Place in Cleveland today, and it'll be there till 4 o'clock this evening. So if you're looking for a job, go to Senator's Place, and you'll see our mobile office. Gotcha. What about the prison rodeo? We got another question about that. We going to get that going? The prison rodeo can happen when we get control of the prison and get the violence down, which we are. It's really coming down. But the inmates have to be worthy to commingle with the people and the public before we can have the rodeo. They know that, so they better behave. Yeah. Well, and I also want, along those lines, want to ask you about uh, di- this concept of dismembering gangs. What, what Gangs exist, I think a lot of people aren't aware of that, inside the walls of a correctional institution. They They do. And there's contact with the outside world, of course, and I, I think there's lots of lots of bad stuff, lots of bullying. I guess it occurs when they sort of uh, combine their their forces inside the prisons. What are you guys doing to uh, try to quell that? Well, one thing I, I didn't have any gangs at Angola, no okay. gangs. Therefore, the governor insisted that we work hard to not have any gangs here when he hired me. Yeah, and so that's a big deal to him. And so we're going to meet that mandate, and I don't think we're going to have any gains because we're going to have other things for them to belong to, like church and different churches and different associations and organizations and uh, having concessions and so forth in the prison where inmates can be in groups themselves that are constructive groups but not negative groups because everybody wants to belong to something. You go to church, your preacher might, you could consider in one way, well, you know, he's the leader. So in prison, if we have in church, then there'll be an inmate pastor and he'll be the leader. Yeah. That's why we have a seminary. Right. Is there any 
any plans in terms of facilities, physical facilities now, uh, renovating any of those, perhaps adding or subtracting or consolidating, any plans whatsoever on the facilities front? The bid opens in about two weeks to air-conditioned parchment. I said that on Gallo back in the fall. And so we're going to do that. And also the bid opens for new showers and so forth at parchment. But no, you said it earlier. We wonder how when we're not going to have so many prisoners. So when we do the reentry program and the moral program, the recidivism is going to plummet. So I do look for us to drop in population. So I don't think that we need to be building anything new. We can make it, save our money, save our dollars, have less people in prison. But what that means is less crime victims. Yeah. Now, one thing we did – we went, met with Mr. Pickett, parole board, and uh, they're not going to be paroling anybody that's in a gang. Because why would we parole someone out of prison that's in a gang that, that, that's corrupt, violent, and chaotic, and strong arms, and so forth? Why yeah. would we do that? So he's not going to be releasing any gang members back into the public on parole. Do you have any thoughts, Commissioner, about some of the uh, criminal justice reform efforts that are, are certainly happened to a great degree under the Trump administration? There's been some legislation enacted here in Mississippi along those lines. Uh, is there? You're so close to it, obviously, uh, being the commissioner. And is there anything you'd like to see happen along those lines? Yes, we have all these reform issues, but we don't have as much morality. In the, in the reform packages, they're just focusing on skills and trades or different things, and anger management, control your cage, your rage, the, celebrate recovery. But we have to have more morality, more religion, but it doesn't matter which religion. We don't promote that. Sure. Just more morality. We find morality in quickest in religion. That's the, that's the weak link that we will not have in Mississippi. Yeah. Is it, do you have any thoughts, I guess, or perhaps recommendations for those making law in the state with respect to sentencing standards. We do, and I talk to them. There's a, the issue is, last year we were 87 probation parole offers short. This year we're zero. All our probation hmm. parole slots are filled. We fill that first. We have strong tactical teams now that are probation parole officers. But we have to have the reentry programs in place and be tr- create, creating these jobs skills so that they can be employable because if you just release people with nowhere to go and no work or anything like that they're going to have to almost recidivate to get a grub stake you yeah. know I mean? how you going to live yeah and so uh, so we we'll be in a better position a little bit longer than now to really make a difference you said something off the air commissioner about uh, either recent or coming installation of video surveillance cameras. What what other investments are you making in technology to kind of make the department more efficient? We have installed over 900 high-definition cameras with artificial intelligence throughout our system. And so we have tremendous scanners. They were hitting the price of about $200,000 a piece. Hmm. But we can see what you're bringing in. And so we have that. And uh, it's, it was just like we believe in technology big time. That's why with COVID that we spent more money on prevention than we did on testing. And it turns out that we had the lowest number of deaths in the whole country almost <laughs> with uh, COVID. And so uh, that's what we're doing in our prison. We're spending our money on technology so that we can do a better job. But it's not – and the other thing is our attitude is we're not oppressive. We don't want our staff to be oppressive. You can't create reentry and, and, and teach people to behave and be good if you're being mean to them. Sure. 
So we want our staff to not be oppressive in that environment. Have you been pleased with the governor and the legislature? I know you've already uh, made a comment about that. Do you, is there anything in particular that you're looking for uh, from the legislature in the way of funding or, or changing law, reforms, and so forth? Anything that's kind of top of your mind there? I have to tell you, <clears throat> with the budget and so forth, the money, the lieutenant governor has done us really a great job, and his staff, and also the, the chairman of the committees, and uh, the criminal justice committees too, Senator uh, Bonnet and Representative Horan has done yep. great for us, but a lot of them have, and everybody has, and we've been equipped with everything we need to have a really good Department of Corrections, and starting with the governor, and we really appreciate him. It's good to work for somebody that really supports what he, what he asks you to do. Glad to have you in the state, uh, Commissioner. Uh, looks like you've made a lot of changes in a short period of time that I think will benefit Mississippians, and we appreciate you coming in today, sir. Well, thank you so much. At my age, I don't buy green bananas. i got to hurry. <laughs> yes, sir, I understand. <laughs> Commissioner Burl Kane from the Mississippi Department of Corrections. We'll take a break right here. We'll come back with more talk on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. This is JT. If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. The American Council of Engineering Companies is the voice of our state's engineering community and a proud sponsor of National Engineers Week. The purpose of this week is to shine a spotlight on the contributions that engineers make to society. To get a true sense of just how important engineers are for the quality of our life and safety, just look around your home, the roads you travel, your job, and everything you eat and drink. An engineer helped make it happen. This message brought to you by the American Council of Engineering Companies of Mississippi. Garden Mama here for Lakeland Yard and Garden. Now is the time to get yourself to Lakeland Yard and Garden for the largest selection of patio furniture, outdoor-indoor living areas, umbrellas, replacement cushions, and beautiful fountains and stepping stones. You'll even find Komodo Joe grills and collegiate gift items. The expert staff members at Lakeland Yard and Garden will be happy to guide you through their large nursery stock of bedding plants, perennials, tropicals, and more. While you're there, be sure to get your topsoil or mulch sold by the bag or in bulk. Lakeland Yard and Garden even offers local delivery. Lakeland Yard and Garden, growing your way and serving you for over 40 years. Stop by or call today, located at Lakeland Drive and Airport Road, 601-939-7304, online at lakelandyardandgarden.com. Listen to your garden mama now. It's Lakeland Yard and Garden Center for all your gardening needs and a whole lot more. 
It's time for the annual RJ's Outboard Open House, March 12th through the 13th. Want to win a free boat? Then come on out to RJ's Outboard on Old Fannin Road between now and March 13th and register to win a brand new boat, motor, and trailer package courtesy of G3 Boats and Yamaha Outboards. While you're there, be sure to check out all of the G3 Boats and Yamaha Outboards RJ's has to offer. Boat drawing will be held Saturday, March 13th at 3 p.m. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road at the Reservoir. Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. We're already paying more at the pump, and now AAA and Gas Buddy are warning that prices could be close to $3 a gallon by Memorial Day. The group say several factors are at play. The winter storm that wreaked havoc on refineries, skyrocketing crude oil prices, and an expected travel boom due to extensive vaccination efforts. Senator John Horn says there's a lot he likes about the proposal to eliminate the state income tax like cutting the grocery tax in half over time, but he's concerned about the impact of raising the sales tax. Uh, whether there may be some unintended consequences of it, uh, it's, it's impact on, on people's buying habits, and, and uh, I think that um, uh, we don't know what, what it's going to do for yeah. car sales. We don't know what it's going to do for retail sales. Uh, it's, it's just uh, there are a lot of unknowns. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. to the coast to hit the casinos or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days when you drive to the coast tune to 106.3 casino radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there and it's not just casinos casino radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one from all of the great restaurants nightlife recreation and more casino radio has it all so when you're on the coast discover everything that's happening from 106.3 casino radio Wake up with Gallo. Go to bed with Bongino. It's kind of like the radio version of a panino. Yeah, that's right, a panino. A radio panino with all sorts of good and gooey Mississippi ingredients right in the middle. Deliciously addictive. Paul Gallo, mornings at 6, and Dan Bongino, late nights at 11. The perfect way to start and end your day on Super Talk Mississippi. For a complete transcript of today's show, write down everything you hear. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi.
Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Lots of text uh, rolling in there, Rhino, about uh, Commissioner Kane, and uh, lots of praise for the commissioner. One one of our listeners, I'm looking for it now. So many texts that they appreciate all the engagement, folks. Uh, thought he was the best guest we had on ever. So we'll pass that on to the commissioner. Jerry in Waynesboro said, that's a man that takes pride in his job worth more than his pay. Agree. I think that's awesome. So, let's see. I also want to pass on, while we're on the subject of the gender woke madness, it's crazy that we're even that we even have to spend time. Frankly, if you think about that, no, our most critical pressing needs. It's not. It's not our deficit or debt. It's not our economy. It's not COVID. It's not immigration, which is a whole nother dang problem that Biden is killing us on. No, it's not the threat of China or. I, I worry about cybersecurity and securing our assets, our cyber assets, and the constant attempt to penetrate those and wreak havoc. No, no. It's your gender. So midwives, you know what those are. Midwives in, in the U.K. Now, you say it's U.K. It's coming here. It's coming here. It's wokeness, baby. According to Brighton and Sussex University Hospitals, okay, they've got new standards on words applying to breastfeeding. That has now been replaced with, you ready? Chest feeding. Replace breast milk, they are requiring of their staff, with Human milk. Maternity. I've never even heard of this word. Maternity is to be replaced with perinatal. We're reimagining maternity. We're reimagining motherhood. Reimagining it. Just imagine. No more mothers. Perinatal. <laughs> you have to last. laugh. This is the first healthcare organization to formally implement the gender-inclusive policy for maternity services. <laughs> of course, woman is being replaced with person and father with parent, co-parent, or second biological parent. <laughs> hey, you just see two teenagers, right? Hey, can you get your second biological parent to give you the keys to the car for the weekend? <laughs> so they've published a policy document explaining gender identity can be a source of oppression and health inequality. So here's what I want to know. When do we start demanding, mandating by law, physicians to treat people the same when it comes to addressing and dealing with disease and clinical issues 
that are unique based on biology, based on gender. Like, do we, do we schedule surgery to remove a prostate from a female? Oh, we can't ask them if they're female. You just have to wait till you get in. Oh, okay. So we may spend a bunch of money, if you think about it, doing PSA exams on women. And I guess the same could go for the various sorts of clinical tests and procedures that are unique to females because their anatomy is different. This is insanity. This, this will destroy society. No question. Everybody deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. Look, I'm cool with being whatever you want to. I really am. Do it. But, come on, don't disrupt the entire world, the entire yeah, you, planet. You can't expect 99.999% of the population to buy into your asinine fantasy. Exactly. And force it on you, which is the goal. See, like I said, the Democrats, they ain't happy they, got, they, they, have, they have control of the levers of government. That's not enough. Nope. And mind you... All this other stuff that we're all worried about, I am. The spending, the inflation, immigration, uh, terrorism, China, all that stuff. Nah. It's not important. Those aren't big deals. None of that is. No. I tell you what they're worried about is the fact that they can't get past the fact that there's still half or more in this country that don't subscribe to their junk, that won't fall in line and submit. That's what they're mad about. They just knew, oh, look, the people spoke. We won. Surely everybody's going to get on board. That's what they thought, I'm telling you. And they're not happy because folks aren't. They can't figure out, why don't they get on board with all this junk? Well, because we can't say breastfeeding anymore. We can't say father anymore. That's what you want. Why are you surprised that people aren't just jumping to that? You're foolish. Completely. It's because nobody's willing to be the adult and stand up and talk frankly about mental illness. <laughs> Transgender people are just as mentally ill as someone who has two functioning, fully functioning legs that wants them lopped off because they just feel like they are paraplegic. It is a psychological issue. Have you got time to uh, play? I don't know if you have it teed up. This is an exchange between Senator Rand Paul and Rachel Levine. She is the nominee for Deputy Health and Human Services Secretary. She's the transgender nominee, in case you didn't know. Here we go. Dr. Levine, you have supported both allowing minors to be given hormone blockers to prevent them from going through puberty, as well as surgical destruction of a minor's genitalia. Like surgical mutilation, hormonal interruption of puberty can permanently alter and prevent secondary sexual characteristics. The American College of Pediatricians reports that 80 to 95 percent of prepubertal children with gender dysphoria will experience resolution by late adolescence if not exposed to medical intervention and social affirmation. Dr. Levine, do you believe that minors are capable of making such a life-changing decision as changing one's sex? Well, Senator, thank you for your interest in this question. Um, transgender medicine is a very complex 
and nuanced field um, with robust research and uh, standards of care that have been developed. And if I am fortunate enough to be confirmed as the Assistant Secretary of Health, I will look forward to working with you and your office and coming to your office and discussing the particulars of the standards of care for transgender yeah, medicine. The specific question was about minors. Let's be a little more specific since you evaded the question. Do you support the government intervening to override the parents' consent to give a child puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and or amputation surgery of breast and genitalia? You have said that you're willing to accelerate the protocols for street kids. I'm alarmed that poor kids with no parents who are homeless and distraught, you would just go through this and allow that to happen to a minor. I would hope that you would have compassion for Kira Bell, who's a 23-year-old girl who was confused with her identity. At 14, she read on the internet about something about transsexuals. She thought, well, maybe that's what I am. She ended up getting these puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones. She had her breasts amputated. But here's what ultimately she says now. And this is a very insightful from decision from someone who made a mistake, but was led to believe this was a good thing by the medical community. I made a brash decision as a teenager, as a lot of teenagers do, trying to find confidence and happiness, except now the rest of my life will be negatively affected, she said, adding that the medicalized gender transitioning was a very temporary, superficial fix for a very complex identity issue. What I'm alarmed at is that you're not willing to say absolutely minors shouldn't be making decisions to amputate their breast or to amputate their genitalia. For most of our history, we believe that minors don't have full rights and the parents need to be involved. So I'm alarmed that you won't say with certainty that minors should not have the ability to make the decision to take well, you hormones go to that will them for the rest of their life. Folks, can you believe... We're having this discussion in the United States Senate. Can you believe that? Good grief. We'll be back. Final segment coming up. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley Specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Garden Mama here for Lakeland Yard and Garden. Now is the time to get yourself to Lakeland Yard and Garden for the largest selection of patio furniture, outdoor-indoor living areas, 
umbrellas, replacement cushions, and beautiful fountains and stepping stones. You'll even find Komodo Joe grills and collegiate gift items. The expert staff members at Lakeland Yard and Garden will be happy to guide you through their large nursery stock of bedding plants, perennials, tropicals, and more. While you're there, be sure to get your topsoil or mulch sold by the bag or in bulk. Lakeland Yard and Garden even offers local delivery. Lakeland Yard and Garden, growing your way and serving you for over 40 years. Stop by or call today, located at Lakeland Drive and Airport Road, 601-939-7304, online at lakelandyardandgarden.com. Listen to your garden mama now. It's Lakeland Yard and Garden Center for all your gardening needs and a whole lot more. Gold prices are approaching all-time highs, so if you're considering selling your gold or unwanted jewelry, now is the time. This is Newt Starnes, owner of DNS Diamonds and Jewelry in Floodwoods, inviting you to get our price before you sell your gold. Whether it's broken, out of style, or just unwanted jewelry or gold coins, this is the best time to sell. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. Simply put, we pay more for your gold and diamonds. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street, across from Amerigo in Floodwoods. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. Happy New Year from Keep Mississippi Beautiful. This is the time to plan ahead and set our goals for the future. We want to encourage everyone to start planning for our great American cleanup, the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across the state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year and remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. This is Will Primo. I've spent my life outdoors and even made a career out of it. I've learned valuable lessons from being in God's great outdoors. Lessons like how much the health of our natural resources adds to all our lives. I hope you'll join me in supporting House Bill 1231. Your support gives us all a better place to call home and protects our natural resources for future generations. Please call your legislature and Lieutenant Governor Hosey and ask them to support House Bill 1231. Paid for by the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Coalition. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Well, you know you can send JT a text message, right? Go ahead. Text your thoughts to 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Use your fingers and join the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi and supertalk.fm. Right, let me show you, baby. That ain't no woman. It's a man, man. It's one of Dr. Evil's assassins. Welcome back to the JT Show. Final segment, Super Talk Mississippi. Thanks so much for joining us today during your midday Friday. That was great. You won't believe this, but just as we're on the break, 
Rhino's laughing his rear off here. What's the man, that? baby. <laughs> the man. <laughs> so, all right, so I'm watching a report right now on the screen. Amazon blacklist book opposing transgenderism. So I don't care if you want to go transgender yourself, have a, have a sex reassignment surgery, if you're an adult. I don't care. I don't care what you do in your bedroom. I don't care what your, your sexual orientation or preference is. I don't care. Here's what I care about. Forcing it on me. That's what I care about. This Equality Act, which passed the House yesterday, that's really what precipitated the discussion, which is supposed to extend all sorts of rights and eliminate discrimination based on sexual orientation and all that other stuff. Every person should be treated with dignity. No one should face discrimination. I also don't think that a private business should be forced by the government to sell something, anything, I don't care what it is, to anybody, unless it is a matter of contract or licensing, which you have already agreed to. That's different. You don't like it? Don't agree to it. Don't go into that business. But when you tell me how I have to organize my racks of merchandise, that's crap. I don't like that. And when you tell me that I have to violate my religious beliefs to accommodate, I don't like that. And let me tell you, before it's all over with, doctors, physicians, capable of performing abortions will be forced to. Mark my word. That's coming. They say it's not, oh no, that's not the point. We don't really, we're not looking for that. That is horse hockey. And I can tell you something else. Safety, privacy, and sex-specific spaces, that's going away. You'll have to track your children around everywhere for that purpose. You don't know what they'll run into. This will cause a complete, a, a complete overturn and uprooting of school curricula. Guarantee you. You're, they're going to force doctors to perform sex change operations. You know what? We already talked about that. The ACLU wants to sue in, is it Montana, I think, that has legislation that would prevent that on minors? They want to sue and say, nope. Can't do that. And parental rights, you'll lose. Can we call them parents? I don't even know. I stay so confused about all that garbage. They say that it will help children in need of foster homes and adoption. No, it won't. It's just the opposite. It's just the opposite. There, there's just so many things wrong with this agenda, but it's cloaking the true goal, which is to force you into submission and to d diminish this idea that any of that makes a difference. I, like I said, I don't care. Do whatever you want. Just don't force me on it. It's, it's just like the, the agenda that uh, we talked about earlier, the, the information uh, published by that Smithsonian-affiliated institute, the NMAAHC where this idea that 
you know, white people, they plan for the future. They delay gratification. You know what that means, of course. That means that you're willing to sacrifice in the short term for future gain. Like almost every self-respecting individual does, certainly entrepreneurs do. They take there, a back There was seat. a point in time where that was called responsibility. <laughs> How about following schedules? Also responsibility. Well, that's considered racist. If you adhere to a schedule... Well, then why don't they just come out and say responsibility is racist? It, exactly. Respecting authority is, according to this document. Heavy value on ownership of goods, space, and property. Well, keeping it in perspective, I mean, just because you want to work hard so that you could enjoy the fruits of your labor... What about all those music videos with diamond chains and Bentleys? And ah, that's a good point. Oh, it doesn't apply to them! They're doing good for society there with that messaging, right? Oh, you know why they get a pass? Because they kneel for the national anthem. Didn't you know that? They burn the flag. That's why they're allowed to drive a Bentley and adorn themselves with all the jewels. Thanks so much for joining us today, everyone. End of the week. We'll be back Monday. Stay tuned. Stay safe. God bless. Red, white, and blue. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.